I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The court decided that the VRA, Voting Rights Act, was unfair because it singled out and punished the South, which obviously meant whites in the South. Unfair because the 2006 reauthorization included the same states and counties as in the original bill. Unfair because blacks had won multiple elections and were voting in record numbers. And thus unfair because racism of the past, which had led to the creation of the VRA, obviously no longer determined access to the polls. The Shelby County Reholder decision thus gutted Section 4 of the Voting Rights Act, which determined which locales came under federal oversight. With that, GOP-led states, as if this were Alabama in the early 1980s, asserted that it was actually voter fraud, not voter suppression, that required the full machinery of the government to eradicate. Therefore, 2016 was the first federal election in 50 years held without protection of the Voting Rights Act. As a result, the rash of voter ID laws, purged voter voting rolls, redrawn district boundaries, and closed and moved polling places were the quiet and barely detected fire that burned through the 2016 presidential election. The the evaporating millions of votes and searing those who hadn't been under the original VRA. In Wisconsin, for example, black voting rates plummeted from a high of 78% in 2012 to less than 50% in 2016. In Milwaukee County, which is overwhelmingly African-American, 50,000 fewer voter votes were cast in a state that Donald Trump won by only 27,000 ballots. Meanwhile, Republican officials in North Carolina congratulated themselves that African-American early voting is down 8.5% from this time four years earlier in 2012. And that's a quote. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Saturday. Ready to do some feedback. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, y'all. We're going to read them, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, We haven't got a Stitcher five-star review in a month, all right? Come on, y'all we know y'all out there we got several on itunes and uh it looks like last week for some reason the reviews came in late so we got more than we thought but leave us keep leaving us five star reviews we appreciate them the people that hate never take time off they always leave the bad reviews they <laughs> find the time um so yeah make sure you guys do that um we're gonna do all your feedback today all your comments on our website votes in the poll all your votes and uh emails at the black tips at gmail.com your voicemails um that are two minutes or less because they get cut off 704-557-0186 um is the is that number so Mm -hmm. you can uh leave your voicemails there um this is so much stuff you can do guys and we appreciate everybody takes time out to do those things because hey you guys are dope you guys are so dope stick around for the end of the show live people that are live we got some stuff to give away we sure do we got a giveaway we're influencers now okay you may have, we influencers you may have seen us on the gram you know uh and we're gonna officially give away uh some some uh king of staten allen uh blu-rays or dvds today i yeah. can't remember if they're yeah, about to say, and some and some other gear oh these is blu-rays yeah yeah i'm about to say and some other gear 
Mm. So I mean, you getting Blu-rays up fucking with us, okay? You know what I'm saying? Blu-rays, you know, a little, a little something, something for you, not, not, <laughs> for not, you out there. Not no DVDs, okay? So maybe you do want to get the PS5 with the disc because uh we still got some over here. um But yeah, that's so we, why it pays to show your ass up live. Yeah. So if you ain't in the live chat right now, then you missed mm-hmm. out. You missed out. um But yeah, so uh make sure you guys uh leave all that feedback uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an official sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme don't remember if we said that and um yeah the excerpt from today's show is one person no vote by carol anderson um it's a short book it is a central reading it honestly reaffirmed my positions on voting and how we will be using the platform that we have on this show um or at least how i'll be using the platform that i have on this show um but uh it's why i'm so passionate about it it's not a game Mm-mm. uh ruth bader ginsburg passed last night um after a long fight and i i am so livid <laughs> yeah i could tell last night you was highly upset i'm so pissed like i it took a lot to not just be out here naming names mm-hmm. adding people on twitter like hey man that shit you said in 2016 was so dangerous and when i told you it was you tried to mock me you tried to act like i was making your feelings hurt and look at you now you know what i mean because what hurts your feelings more than you know liberty literally being on the line and this is the 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 mistake that people make is to think that those of us who think voting is important think well because if a democrat was in charge it would solve all the problems and everything would be fine and no one has ever said that that's the dumbest shit ever no one has ever said that like the democrats being in charge is just another notch of uh on the on the long ladder of things we need to start fixing things that are broken um and when i think about how easily we let republicans run roughshod over america and the fact that they don't play fair people talk about when they go low we go high and they're going high i mean they're going low like i don't fuck michelle obama when they when they go low we should go low and what is their going low i'm not gonna vote that's not really going low at all Mm-mm. you know i was talking to a, a person today um about it because they were kind of distraught and i don't blame them because i mean it is distraught uh oh yeah it, you know it is a dis- to see quote unquote people on the same side fighting and to see us going to people that say i refuse to vote and i'm loudly going to be promoting apathy and i'm going to tell people not to vote and i'm going to use my platform to say why i'm not voting and i'm different than the rest of you negroes um they're like you know like but they're not to blame necessarily for everything so why should we you know knock them or whatever and they're right that those people especially black people don't have the numbers to necessarily be blamed for all this shit you're you're right but stupid is stupid just because you black don't give you like a pass to be stupid because if i felt that way about third party white dudes talking about i'm voting for bernie or bust i'm gonna write in harambe why would i let a black person do that and i'm supposed to care about you and my rights and then go yeah but but with you is different you get to Mm -hmm. you get to throw your vote away because you're black that's not in that to me that's 
lowering the bar just for blackness that's not how that works no and 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 and, and the thing is okay people gonna people and if they're gonna do that cool 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 do whatever it is you're gonna do the problem that i have is that you complain about fucking everything you complain about everything you're the motherfucking loudest in the room at all times you're so goddamn loud you're loud okay you you're loud and then you're wrong and then when people are like the shit you're saying matters you act like they're wrong for telling you that you being loud and wrong is incorrect yeah that's a big and thing for me is like you can't be like hey i'm i'm loud and i'm wrong and then when someone says something to you go you're hurting my feelings don't shame me like you don't do anything but shame people you shame people who vote you shame democrats you talk about you know you don't pay you don't pay any attention to the actual bigger picture of numbers like no so when we go you know like right now one of the things that you're going to see a lot of people say and i I, like i don't mean this to be insulting but i can't think of a it's almost like this is the best reason i can think of because any other reason i'm literally calling you evil so i'm not going to say you evil but you are low information if right now what you're saying is well the democrats got to fix this why the democrats need to do something yeah you don't you, know how the system works you have fucked the democrats and fucked us there is no thing they can do right now the only thing they can do is try to win the election with joe biden and hope that they get enough support to flip a bunch of senate seats right and then they might have a fighting chance the only people who can do something about this right now who can make sure that there is no justice appointed before uh uh the next inauguration uh if trump loses which he may not right the only people that can do something are republicans right because when people sat on their hands and said well fuck it let them be in charge and or i'll i'll wait till i get a perfect democrat then i'll vote earn my vote people kill me with that right right. i'm not even gonna get mad people kill me with that bullshit so when people did that in 2016 in 2014 uh some some in 2012 even and definitely in 2010 when they did that they 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 handicapped the electorate like because republicans don't play fair and democrats can't do the same things because as much as their base says well we we should go low too they're they're not go low people no none of them are nope because y'all be the y'all the the democrats is the group of the wokey wokes so the second they quote unquote start going low these same people talk about fuck it would be like oh my gosh how dare you why 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 would you do they will be the same people complaining about the shit that they do so it's a lose lose i'm gonna keep it real stop lying when you say that shit because you're not telling the truth i see how people react to the most minute shit and they and they lose their minds on the timeline you're lying you said don't matter but if they actually executed the shit that y'all really wanted them to do that would really matter you would lose your minds on the timeline you can't call donald trump fat you can't say donald trump has a micro penis you can't say he's stupid you can't say his wife was a whore you can't call his son what like any anything talking about his developmental functions right you can't say mike pence is secretly gay you can't do any these fucking hypocrites like oh we should go low you you don't want republicans speaking at the dnc because it because the whole point is we want to hurt them more than it hurts them seeing republicans come over here hurts them more than it helps us but we want to hurt them 
and they go no 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 this is unconscionable these you're not go low people Mm-mm. so you ought to and the people and the most don't go low people are the people that don't vote right because they're doing it from the i have the moral high ground they're not doing it from a stance of i'm not voting because i'm going so low they're doing it because they're really saying until someone is flawless you won't see me at the polls so you so you're not go low people so this has never been an option for democrats period and there's too many marginalized identities within the party to even think you could go low right because everybody's go low is someone else's fucking issue Mm -hmm. so you start talking about someone's gender race sexual orientation Mm -hmm. uh mental health any of these things just hurts people within the party that you want to vote for you so you really don't have this fucking option Mm -mm. the republicans have this option because the only thing that matters to them is racism and winning that's it bigotry and winning they will deal with anything to be bigoted and win so i was talking to this friend who was like um you know like why why is there so much just infighting and stuff and i'm like the thing is this um you know how like she's a black woman she's like you know womanist like all this stuff right and you know very smart very thought out out you know like a person's opinion i really respect and i'm like so you know how when you talk about straight cishet black men sometimes and you know there's certain black men that listen to you and they get mad they go why why are you always bashing us right why are you bashing me why are you bashing me why are you even talk about these other people and it's like because i actually love you and you're in my community and i'm trying to get you to change i'm trying to get you to help me help us right and so i i can spend all day talking about these people that's not in my proximity that i don't fuck with or listen to but why would i do that the same reason that a black lives matter protester would be better off showing up and protesting joe biden than they're ever going to be showing up protesting donald trump agreed you know and i get that game theory right um well that is those of us who are on the left talking to the i'm gonna vote third party i'm not gonna vote at all i'm gonna write in harambee both sides are the same we're talking to those people and we're focused and frustrated with them because they're in our proximity and they're in our community and they're the ones that are going to hurt us that's why we're focusing on that because they're in their apathy which is being paid for by russia which is being paid for by republicans look at any of these social media documentaries they literally are telling you they are paying black people to be apathetic well then someone has to put the opposite message out of there you know and uh obviously i want people to be enthusiastic but for those who are like i'm gonna use my voice to downplay shit and are wrong because i think they are i it was so funny last night i saw people who have talked shit about me since 2016 like people i don't fuck with no more being like oh god no 2020 is just so horrible it keeps taking from us and i'm and i'm like you've been talking shit about me we're here because of you right you know and and the and the reason i read the passage to start the show today it's not that many votes because everyone goes you know well she won the popular vote what else you want uh, i mean it wasn't that many people why are you gonna blame black people i'm not blaming black people mm-hmm. but i'm telling you the numbers they are after to win are not big numbers Mm-mm. 
they're losing the popular vote but they know where to win and a lot of that is because they are targeting our community making sure we're not able to vote so people go well yeah well then talk about voter uh suppression we do but in addition to that you know who fights voter suppression you know who actually will undo these laws democrats but you know what they need to do win yes so so you can't like you can't be bitching the whole time and then when i go well here's a solution here's something that'll help us get to that next step and the bigger picture is this if democrats win if democrats eventually get this referendum if they free the black vote free these southern states from voters in bondage uh free free us from that if they are able to do that we then get the leftist liberal socialist government that people want Mm -hmm. because it doesn't happen in one cycle Mm because they keep going one election can do this well you're acting like one election can fix it what you're saying is well if we wait another election until we get the perfect socialist candidate we all love then it'll fix it no it's not gonna be a one person one generation one thing fixed obama wasn't that uh hillary wouldn't have been that biden's not gonna be that no one is saying that's not the goal the goal with this should be what republicans did where they said we have a referendum now we have it so that we can't lose read one person one vote i'm telling you they have it so that they can't lose Mm -hmm. they selected the most supreme court justices and yet they have not won the popular vote in any of those elections that they've selected for supreme court justice so you're talking about them going since we can't lose our politics got more and more to the right because there's no they don't have any out fighting anymore Mm-mm. all the fighting for them is well i'm more of a bigot than he is mm-hmm. and then then the voters go well i'll go with that bigot that's why they got trump because he was the most bigoted he had the least government experience the least policy experience he didn't even have policies he's a liar he's a rapist he's all these things but they made it so that republicans can't lose so the voters start going more and more extreme we can have that on the left we can have that in america we can have that with democrats we can we can get to the point where we have socialist ideals on the ticket every time where we have our our, the competition in america is between who is more of a leftist than this person we can actually have that by the numbers this is not some theoretical ideological shit i'm talking it's simply math and that would only occur if you have democrats in office who have the incentive to say we want everyone to vote democrats can't be like republicans republicans can say we don't want to lose so we will target black people immigrants young people they know exactly who to do it and where do those people congregate right the college right uh inner cities right um you know the like they they will find the places to make sure that our votes don't count democrats don't have an option because the people against them are white but so are some of the people for them so they honestly can't suppress the white vote so when people go we should go low too there is no go low for democrats there is no we're gonna we're gonna stop the white vote there is that's such that's so off the table for what the fuck can happen in america like there is no place in there's not even in like california places that we consider like liberal bastions there is no way for them to stop white people from voting they can't be like move the polling place from uh from this white side of town like that's never gonna happen Mm -hmm. but what we but the point is 
you already have the numbers to be a blue state in many of these states especially in the south because there's huge populations of black people down here but you have to get the votes unsuppressed and in order to get to that step you have to have democratic politicians in office who will say no not on my watch i am not worried about my vote in north carolina and we have a shitty shitty um track record i'm not worried about it this year why because we have roy cooper in charge yes and i'm gonna tell y'all right now the early vote that bitch came in five times every time i open up the mailbox it's a new little new little letter that we've already filled out going you want to vote you want to vote early you know you can vote early fill the paperwork out and send it to us yeah roy like the thing down here that will probably be fine now this doesn't mean you should rest on your laws get Mm -hmm. your i'm still gonna go early vote in person but the point being we're i'm not as concerned as i would be if i was in a state that didn't have a democratic um uh, governor Mm -hmm. you know um i would be more worried but i'm still worried don't get me wrong but the point being like democrats need everyone to vote republicans need white people to vote Uh, right only white people so anyway it's just a math thing so I try to focus on that because if not, it was just going to be me on this microphone being like, and this motherfucker told me blah, blah, blah. And now this motherfucker, I seen them crying on Twitter yesterday. Fuck you. You know, like I was literally, I sent like a couple of copied and paste tweets to uh like Randolph today. Like, hey man, look what this motherfucker talking about. And he's like, didn't he say in 2016? And I'm like, yes, exactly. Can I call him one? But I didn't, you know? <laughs> because i really am trying to be more positive but it's just moments like this is infuriating because these are the moments i said what happened all through 2016 i'm like yo this could happen you know what i mean like and i'm a person that really feels like i didn't do enough in 2016 but i still wasn't stupid enough to be like i ain't voting but i don't think so uh uh uh, what about her emails uh crime bill like even i was like yeah but that's ridiculous like we need to vote for hillary clinton we need to vote because donald trump will be in charge if not for hillary clinton and y'all don't want to live through that no and what are y'all gonna do when he selects the next supreme court justices and everybody's like "Uh -uh." i I mean first of all first of all we 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 can challenge that i'm like no no we don't have the numbers Mm -hmm so the senate so the senate is going to confirm whatever the fuck he puts out there and yes, he don't care are. he don't care within the next i told roger last night i say within a mock my word within the next 30 days or less there will be a new person in that position right and so listen this is not going to be a fair election you know this is not like be prepared you're gonna have to fight for your vote you're gonna have to be on that ballot tracker to know if it, if your vote is being counted like it's this is this is for real it shouldn't be this way but guess when it wasn't this way in 2008 and 2010 and two like it wasn't this way in 2012 even but that was back when people was you know had democrats in charge like democrats can be beat because they hold fair elections right republicans can't be beat because they don't so you know to throw away your vote is so stupid and i as a conscientious black person would be honestly complicit uh if i sat up here and downplayed that if i sat up here and told my fellow black people well it's okay when you don't do it 
don't listen to these people they're stupid some of these motherfuckers are some of these motherfuckers are not even within our community like that they they represent us on twitter they represent us in the academic sphere but they not among us like that because if you among us like that you don't talk like that you know what i mean like when you yeah there's a lot of people who have blackness tm in the profile you know who've monetized telling black like this is what blackness is you know meanwhile you know they're getting surpassed by some fake white person with, with a tan like these motherfuckers cannot hold a referendum on the community and say they speak for us because too much of what they're being rewarded for is the attention of being the different black person being like it's the reason why on the street you talk to black people obama still got a 90 something approval rate 90 something percent yes this i can't stress this enough but it's only not cool to fuck with him when you amongst these fucking harvard ass white black people online yes yeah when you amongst the 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 twitter uh, elite then it's time to be like and he drone people well trump has drawn more people this year than obama did in all eight well i mean he's the droner in chief to me i mean i don't uh, he shouldn't be doing like this is the these are not these people are not real as i talk with bossy all the time it's not he's not they're not real they don't talk for us they're not they have monetized us you see what i'm saying so it is i if they get a platform to say the stupid shit that they say about us when they speak for us speak down to us then why the fuck would i not use my platform to go that's stupid i refuse you know what i mean so i that's i'm sorry to go on that mm-hmm. long rant but go ahead Karen. Mm-hmm. i'm sorry no and, and my thing is if a lot of these people particularly online were connected with the community you know what they would not have been shocked nor would they have been surprised with joe biden winning in the south but because there is a disconnect there's a huge disconnect and the thing is particular i can't speak for the rest of the country but down south we are like um yeah dog uh our votes are being suppressed uh and we know that white people will only vote for a white man like we're not stupid and the thing is when we had the most diverse candidates ever like some of these people that y'all that these wokes claim they wanted they were actually in the race they put they threw their names in the hat because that's what y'all wanted them to do but you know what y'all did instead of talking about well no this candidate isn't perfect but this i wanted i want a black woman or i want a woman or i want you know a gay person they they you scrutinize them you tore them down you ate them up chewed them up spit them out you wouldn't support them you wouldn't fund them you wouldn't do anything so a lot of times they are the groups that end up dropping out first due to lack of funds and that's what happened and so then you end up with the whiteness and then you everybody everything's white oh lord oh lord i i gotta pick between the whites and the whites yes bitch because when the people was out there that supported the diversity that you claimed you wanted you didn't do it so this is the end result of that it's like people it's like we all have to order a pizza together and these motherfuckers want anchovies and everybody's like we don't want that shit and they're like if i don't get anchovies i'm not gonna put money in and no one's gonna get any pizza 
and it's like what like what are you doing dog like like this is not the time for that shit but that's really how and that's what happened throughout the primaries Mm -hmm. so many other people that were better candidates in my opinion were on the ballot yes um but all those candidates were not white men and at the end of the day biden can biden can win over all those people because he is a white man that to me that was the biggest um the biggest gag of the whole thing was he's unfa he's infallible because he's a white man he can fuck up as much as he wants, and we will accept that he's still the standard and still the status quo whereas if a black woman fucks up that becomes her legacy if a gay man fucks up that's his legacy if a black man fucks up that's his legacy it only doesn't uh stick to biden right and the thing is i don't know if it's because i'm the south i'm like yeah of course like white on white that makes more sense because the thing is before obama that's what it had always been y'all you know and 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 you know i don't know maybe i'm too old i'm like y'all do know we used to just vote between the two white men all the time like this is just taking it back honestly i'm a little bit blown by the by the um amount of support and happiness people have about kamala harris being vp and that's not to say because i don't support kamala harris for vp no i support kamala harris for president yes so to see people have a lack of enthusiasm when she was the when she was running for the job that i think she would have been better for Mm -hmm. to see them be like more enthusiastic because now at least she won't be in charge that feel like some glass ceiling shit to me you know what i'm saying like she to me she's over she she the ticket should be reversed yes i you know said what I mean? that the ticket should be reversed but but it's only when it comes to people that's not white dudes we have to go through this shit so you know god help us all and everything you know what i mean because uh the uh and if you have if you do have any misgivings about kamala harris i do suggest you go and listen to that podcast i brought up a few weeks back um on her record from uh, a couple of legal people um oh, i think it was called opening arguments let me uh i hate when people bring up shit on their podcast and they don't have uh yeah i think this no, is the and, one and, 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 yeah hold on it's opening arguments for uh episode 412 examining kamala harris's record go listen to that because a lot of people running with memes they're running with stuff they've seen other people say and we and i'm telling you we talked about this on the show too when i read that piece the that comedian wrote about how social media works and when you say something more bombastic it gets better attention so you get encouraged to say a lot of the political rhetoric that you're getting from your social media is from people trying to get attention so they're saying shit in the most like salacious fucked up way so calling somebody a cop is easier than to say let's examine this person's record okay so they they actually reduced a bunch of sentences that would have been uh long felony time to misdemeanor possession which was a fine as opposed to jail time and instead you got people going she was locking up people for weed instead but because she was letting weed possession just go like okay so you got weed okay you can just go oh you had enough to sell okay you're getting off with a fine and possession but don't like you got you can't be out here trying to move weight you know what i mean and people still this bitch was locking up that like this is what the the obfuscation is happening to in real time to our politics and you know it doesn't make me hopeful but 
i guess the 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 positive note is rbg dying seemed to scare the shit out of some people that had been claiming to be too cool for school so maybe they will vote now maybe they'll stop trying to neg the candidates maybe they'll stop trying to depress the vote with apathy maybe they'll finally be scared awake and see the rest of the race that we've been running the whole fucking time the game that is afoot the shit they are trying to do maybe this will do it i don't know you know because right now it ain't looking good baby it ain't looking good if you think that shit mitch mcconnell and um uh get that lindsey graham said in 2016 about we're not voting in a uh, a judge uh we're not gonna confirm any judge in the last year of a presidency if you think they about to stick to that shit suck my dick you sat up there and said shame doesn't work don't vote shame me and yet the only thing you have left in your barrel is the shame republicans and the acting right people who have no shame that is the only hope we have right now is that Mitt Romney and a couple of Republicans who believe in some level of decency will be like, well, I don't think I'm going to be down with this. I'm not confirming anybody. That's the only thing you have left. So it's so funny because if I guess if we don't shame people into voting and doing the right thing, then you end up begging me on Twitter to call my motherfucking Republican congressman or senator to try to fix this shit that they love that their supporters love that they have no incentive to not do okay killer mike meets with motherfucking brian kemp and then the next thing you know university of georgia is saying we ain't allowing people to vote in our football arena yes because they don't give a fuck there's no incentive for a republican to give a fuck about a black person's life period so now i gotta come to you hearing the sound of my voice still folding their arms the ones who write in i don't always agree well today's one of them days you don't always agree and i'm telling you you're wrong not me for the last four years you've been wrong and i'm not and i don't feel bad about that i the people that stopped fucking with me thank god you made room on my branch for some leaves to grow fine you know let them leaves fall it's autumn my favorite season so just i'm telling you this is so fucking important right now but it's literally all we got right now you know what i'm saying it's all we got is this vote and after that i don't know what we're gonna do because it's literally like you gave up the last weapon we had and now we're sitting up here stuck together because that's the thing about like when i made that analogy to my friend i said listen it's like we living in a house with roommates Mm -hmm. we got one roommate that comes in the house and just shits on the counter right they don't give a fuck like they just come on they just come in the house and they just do all the things bad roommates do right we got another roommate who sees us cleaning who sees us saying we need to kick this other person out and they go yeah but sometimes you leave socks on the floor and we're like right right you're right that we we can work on the socks but we need we to get the, the, the person that's trying to light the apartment on fire we need to get them out of the apartment first yeah yeah you're I, but you don't always make your bed that is what we're going through right now 
and you're like well why aren't you fussing at the person with the fi- lighting apartment on fire come on because we that motherfucker lighting apartment on fire are you paying attention to the analogy they are more dangerous than i will ever be like yes. like the shit you complaining to me about it can be corrected and it can be fixed over time but you're not gonna shame me into getting the person that's lighting us on fire out you're just not no okay this shame them tell them they're doing bad lighting it's like they want us to fit they know what they're doing they don't care about our feelings you claim to do you claim to care about that so now i gotta convince your ass to do the right thing and help me kick this nigga out the apartment after that we can quibble over socks we can make up some beds we can get the shit together but right now priorities you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i think that's the thing that's missing in this discussion because when you ask me why do i focus on non-voters why do i focus on apathetic voters why do i focus on third-party voters that's the fuck why because they're not burning the fucking place down and they're like don't look at me i didn't burn it down i'm like nigga you are sitting over here with a bucket of water you won't pour on a fire so don't like you can't you can't do both and if you can fucking come at me that you goddamn best believe i can come right back and 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 that's the thing because the way i see about it they they complain and they don't want to do anything but they want to put the responsibility on the person complaining to fix the problem and it's like but i could actually use your help and that's the thing we actually want your help but it's like no 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 i'll let you do it so if something happens to go wrong right i am not attached to it i can i i don't have to have any responsibility i i can say adiyale oxen free i can walk away cowards right fucking cowards and 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 it's and it's very very uh it's very frustrating because a lot of people that talk about they're not voting a lot of them motherfuckers can vote right they like to bring up people being suppressed the motherfucker that's suppressed ain't on ain't online fucking complaining they are their vote is suppressed and keep in mind the areas that we're talking about that were lost ohio pennsylvania and i forget the third it may have been wisconsin but we're talking about 2016 the ones that were michigan i think maybe maybe michigan i don't remember but it's three of them all three of them you're talking about black voters having numbers and the ability to vote like we're not necessarily talking about places where it's like these republicans suppress your votes we're talking about places where a lack of enthusiasm where social media where russian propaganda where what about her emails where the the crime bill where that kind of shit led to seventy-seven thousand among millions of fucking citizens of the united states seventy-seven thousand is what it came down to you're talking about seventy-seven thousand votes and if anything i say can shorten that gap i won't regret a fucking thing i've said for the last four years period you know and i'm not one of those anti-black you niggas is coons i'm not Mm -hmm. even i've never said that i've never even said it's black people's fault Mm -hmm. i don't think it's black people's fault but you you know what else isn't black people's fault in america racism white white supremacy the government structure none of it's our fault but guess what it's normally gonna be on us to fix it because if you think you're gonna guilt white people into fixing it if you're waiting mm-hmm. on that fucking magical train i got some news for you and i got a bridge to china i'll sell you today for the low low price of a million dollars okay cash up front okay like that like we we can't wait on them to save us so we got to do it ourselves 
and if i can it, it, i don't know you know if it's just a couple more people from this show and everyone else gets on the same fucking page if you're just scared enough now finally to be like let me at least shut the fuck up with my apathy that's i'll take that because i even seen some people that that was talking that yin yang shut the fuck up the last few days and you know what i'll even take that right i will take that because the 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 the, the thing is the loud and wrong people kill me you're loud you're wrong you don't want to be corrected you don't want to listen you're low information and it's one of those things where from my perspective is very frustrating because yeah i was hot last night too so i just stayed offline because and not trying to be funny in my mind it took this woman dying for you to give a fuck about this country because actually you you know for you people talking about, i don't i don't care i'm not voting guess what you don't care about this country and you actually don't care about yourself and the reason why i say that is because the republicans are doing everything they can to strip americans of their rights to strip americans of their insurance to strip americans of a lot of shit to strip to strip unions they're doing everything they can to destroy this country they're doing everything they can to make this country pro-business they're doing everything they can to strip the rights from workers they're doing everything they can to take us back to everything short of slavery they're trying their their best to do it and the thing is when you do that people act like you're crazy no read your history this shit has happened before the same game book they're playing now was the same game book they played with nazis it's the same game book that they're, they're playing the same game during book. slavery during during the fucking civil war right right and ju- but just because you're living it like you're currently living it it don't make it not true you have people that have lived through the holocaust that have lived through some horrific shit going y'all do know these are the same tactics y'all do know they're doing the same thing like am i going crazy no they're not going crazy but when people live through something they have a tendency not to think that they're living history and it's very frustrating and it's very irritating because i like to go outside and breathe good air i don't want environmental shit stripped away where i have to wear a mask to go outside i like to uh uh be able to have my freedom to have my rights to do the things that i want to do but these things are i like to not voted for i like to not die of covid right right like how can you say you care about black people so much and then you will sit up here and be like i'm gonna sit this one out we literally dying at a higher rate we are literally dying right now because of mismanagement from the top of this country mismanagement that they don't care about no. i'd even say not even mismanagement you know what malfeasance it's not mismanagement because they they, they like this mm-hmm. they like that we are dying at a higher rate yes you cannot tell me you care about black lives and then tell me but i'm gonna be cool with four more years of trump or i'm gonna wait till we get you know a better candidate and then i'll then i might think about one day possibly helping you fuck you you know that's on that's on god fuck you you know what i mean like don't be around me that's that's how i feel right now yeah and and it's very frustrating because completely when uh things are coming up and it's it is literally life and death you know i feel the same way about a lot of those people that i feel about the people that refuse to wear masks you're stupid and you're dumb and it's one of those things where when you say that everybody want to act like that, that being black and being ignorant should just shield you from the criticism and that's not so i'm, I'm talking about your actions and that's the other thing too like your feelings ain't the only ones that matter because what we've been doing in this fucking feelings world that we have now is oh feelings feelings republicans not the only people that feelings over facts there's people now that we go well hold up now how you feel is supposed to trump 
that you're doing something stupid because when i go you said you care about these certain issues you not voting will definitely harm those people in dealing with these issues Mm -hmm. yeah well i just don't feel like uh, i mean if i can't at least that okay cool 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 what about my feelings that you want the anchovies on the pizza and now nobody's getting to eat i don't get to say fuck you well see now you're shaming me now you're hurting my feelings fuck you i don't give a fuck about your feelings people are literally fucking dying we are in a position we saw coming right and the thing is numbers wise we knew even with the trump thing because what happened was trump wins 2016 a lot of people felt guilty and i do expect by the way biden to win i do i do expect uh us to get a lot of seats flipped i do you know and i know they'll be suppressing it won't be everybody i know i don't know how big the victory will be but i do expect it right not because of black people but because of white people white people now feel more activated and guilty and all this shit you've seen them in the streets 2018 voting numbers went skyrocketed the primaries voting numbers skyrocketed it's white people changing their minds it's not black people we have always voted and we've always been supported when we can vote when we can right and only one type of white person even wants us to be able to so we need those white people to win desperately i really hope they win but the thing that that's been so interesting is watching people do this like woe is me uh we you know why what about me you're shaming me you're making me feel bad well you know what makes me feel bad waking up every day in this motherfucking country i can't see my parents right you know what i'm saying where people can't have a fucking job where people literally about to get evicted because they can't they the they had to put a moratorium on evictions but they still have passed legislation that says you ain't getting nothing where they where they manufacture a grift during a pandemic put most of that money in the big businesses hands and their cronies and the regular person gets a 1200 dollars check that is already expent right now and still might not have a job that is what i'm this is malfeasance of another level this isn't your little penny any i wish your mama would have did no this is happening right now and your answer is well why didn't why didn't rbg retire in obama's term uh you mean like how when um when uh he couldn't get Merrick garland because because then the republican senate that we let we let win because they would have they would have confirmed a a, a a liberal justice that would have happened we are fucked until we until we see this holistically and not just as a president as a country as a as a local state every level until you see it as a fight on that level and not just i chime in every four years you're useless to me you're not of help you want the anchovies and nobody eats that nasty shit but you so that's now we got to deal with this so all right let's do some feedback butterfly in the sky i could go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book 
a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. All right. I want to say I got that off my chest, but I'm going to be honest. I'm so mad. I could keep going. That's, that's, it's really took everything for me not to just be like, and this nigga, I heard you talking that shit. Yeah. Cause me and you were talking and you was, and I heard you was like, okay. All right. All right. I was like, yeah, he, he's kind of upset over there. Let me. Yeah, I was just deleting tweets all I still been deleting tweets. Like, okay, all right. Like this is this is what this is what we yeah. was talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm just going noted, noted. Like I'm yeah. I'm just mentally taking a lot of notes on a lot of people's actions. And the thing is, I know that there are a lot of black people out there that are not happy with Joe Biden and have for valid reasons are not happy with Joe Biden. But you know what a lot of them gonna do? Vote for his ass because they're not voting for Trump. Because we always do we always be the ones we always do when we're allowed to vote all right let's get into the people that gave us some money you can go to the blackoutist.com look on the right hand side and give us some motherfucking money and we appreciate you and give you a shout out i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song to you today's a new day new day new pay let's talk about who came through for the crew uh katherine d hit us with that one-time donation thank you so much katherine yes coming through we appreciate you uh christine n hit us with the recurrent appreciate you laura f uh we got a one-time donation from oh if it ain't my man jean-louis corvin (laughs) haitian uh uh hooking us up um, thank you uh triangle wine co calfani g chris uh, and also make sure you check out jl's uh podcast make yes. the podcast great again i listen to it yes. every week uh follow him on twitter best trump impression period in the game yes sir and now that he has no competition because tiktok is gone i mean oh, get that get that man his props okay yes he's all we got left uh chris I just realized Donald Trump got rid of RBG and Sarah Cooper on the same day. I know his dick hard as fuck. <laughs> uh, Chris D, Chris from Hawaii. Uh, Corey A, the tickler. Mm-hmm. Brianna F. Tabitha M. April G. One time donation from Ricardo G. Thank you, Ricardo. Uh, Alexis H. Samuel H. G, uh, Jr. Dana W. Tanya S. Wanga from Down Under. I see you took some screenshots of us listening last night. Me too. Virginia G. Uh, we got this from, uh, Terrence D. Thank you, Terrence. Appreciate you. Lux A, who, who says, always happy to share some oatmeal. Oh, so this is from when I tweeted as a joke that I don't need grits money. I'll even take oatmeal money. <laughs> from the black community and i can fix yes, oatmeal money and i and i put my paypal in a tweet and people really did send money mm-hmm. I, it was a joke but now i understand why y'all be putting the cash app in y'all bio and shit uh because apparently people will give you money for just tweeting stupid shit um so that's, that's I, I, that's yeah, I, I i like oatmeal i do eat oatmeal Danielle R. Well, then give me some of your oatmeal money, Karen, okay? I'm going to fix the black community. I'm going to build the school, hotel, Hogwarts. We're going to get these kids learning. You okay? ain't getting none of my oatmeal money. Down here on uh, Marcus Garvey Boulevard. In, in fact, I'm going to spend your money to buy the oatmeal. 
see the black woman always holding us back the yes ho- the hotels was right yes donations donations danielle r hit us with a one-time donation says i'm so glad that i started listening to the show last month Rod and Karen are both so funny and thoughtful that I feel like I'm sitting at the kitchen table kicking with my friends. Thank you for all the content and for you for being yourselves. Much love from Kansas City, Missouri. Well, much love to you, Danielle. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Olofemi says, uh, Olofemi A says, thanks. Think of it as a tip for your services. Plus, I want it to be the high tipper. Thank you. Thank you, high tipper. Uh, this one just says online sent you some money. It don't even say who did it. So anonymous. Shut, shut, shut up to you online. Uh, Colleen T hit us with that one time donation, I believe. Uh, or maybe it's a current. I don't know. These, uh, these emails look different. Uh, <laughs> no, it's one time. Uh, Benjamin H hit us with the one time donation says, I appreciate y'all and we appreciate your money. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> Rebecca M. Jesse J. Tiffany B. Charlotte Huang Esquire. Please say the Esquire. She earned it. Mm-hmm. Virginia P. Jane M. And that is everybody. Thank you so much, everyone. Alright, let's get into these five star reviews. We got a few. Mm-hmm. Um let's see where should we start uh because i'm trying to remember which ones was on here i think we had a maybe a delight did we read that one all right let's start with that one it's short this is from letha 9090 who says a delight the blackout test keeps me entertained through the week with jokes insightful commentary and great guests five stars thank you thank you my podcast auntie and uncle that keep me smiling five stars i've been meaning to write this review for god years i'm finally doing it i want to let people out there whether know whether they are directly in my life or oh i want to let people out there whether they're directly in my life or not know that they're putting good into the universe mary podcaster host rod and karen and the blackout tips have been part of my daily route for the last four years from the origin story and the video of bullet ball and bullet ball extreme the single funniest episode ever to the passionate takedowns of pop culture and news i've never grown tired of this show the newer segment on the blackout tips reading rainbow has brought to my attention so many amazing books and bits of history that i've never known about rod and karen's vulnerability and willingness to learn and grow and change their worldviews over the years makes them truly stand out karen's laughter silliness and passionate defense of black women is always a joy to listen to with host rosie even i even i don't always agree with his takes rosie that's a new one with his takes on the news i've given something new to consider and think about that's all i ask listen Mm -hmm. everybody can't agree i listen to too many podcasts to i mean i guess other people might feel that way where it's like i need to agree with everything this person's saying Mm -mm. but i just feel like that's such a that's such a high bar for anyone that i don't know how i would ever listen to any podcast if i needed them to agree with me you know uh right i haven't even gotten to the numerous episodes recapping movies and tv shows do yourselves a favor and listen to this black podcast masterclass. thank you uh and this is from kuro otako thank you still going strong this is from best listener ever 99 great podcast always interesting always funny thank you mm-hmm. hilarious amazing and life affirming this is from shady dame who says i have been listening to for years and i just wanted to leave a review to thank you guys for pivoting from during these uncertain times 
<laughs> i love the new interviews that you guys do i also appreciate how you guys keep us abreast of the rona headlines thanks for recording consistently making me say i'm not the only one who thinks that and being the logical voice is a reason that we need to keep us on the right side of sanity in 2020 you guys rock thank you mm-hmm. uh this one is uh from dim Vin how five stars i think this is a subtweet three laughing emojis been listening to y'all for years now thank you thank you thank you you two have consistently been informative real and absolutely hysterical even though we've never met y'all feel like family much love be safe find happiness and stay you we shall thank you okay uh this is for our spoiled movie reviews which are still on uh the itunes and all that stuff just check out spoiled movie reviews uh the blackout to spoiled movie reviews is the name of that podcast and uh we do review movies still best movie reviewers ever hey Ryder karen thank you for making this podcast public uh and that's from dago dago tail thank you mm-hmm. long overdue i've been wanting to write this review for years but it's hard to really explain how much of a joy you guys have been smart oh. funny and nuanced the hosts of this show are hands down the best someone please put rod and karen on our tv screens because we all deserve to hear karen say come on on the big screen and hear rod's rapid fire jokes best sit down comedians in the game and that's also from dago tell so uh that person left two reviews that's sweet thank you nice podcast to do chores to five stars by kara 27234 i enjoyed a variety of topics discussed and i think rod does a great amount of research into these topics and i love how he waits for current issues to develop and has updated convos as the news progresses i always agree with his takes and i like that rod explains his thinking sometimes i get thrown off by karen's genius jokes and great puns thank you she tends to go on the best tangents i know ain't i the best and i love when she doesn't pick up what rod is talking about and they make funny jokes about it if i had a dime for every time rod says but not even that though to explain what seems hilarious uh i obviously don't always know what i'm talking about but i know that i always love the blackout test thank you so much kara that is so sweet of you five stars and lastly intelligent even-handed voices we need this is by morgan r who says i wish i'd found this podcast years ago in a world that's constantly demanding ideological purity from people of color rod and karen are a breath of fresh air i love their intelligent self-care focused takes on what's happening in the world and their lovecraft country recaps feel like i'm hanging out with friends and reliving the show i love to meet them one day just to shake their hands and say thank you for this podcast but hopefully one day shaking hands and meeting will be not outlawed if we just get a better president okay and uh some some you know one that's not gonna give us a virus uh antivirus that turns us into zombies okay that's all i ask small favors is i think we start with small baby steps and then we work our way towards shaking hands and meeting things we use things they're doing in other parts of the world that we are definitely not doing here uh all right uh we had comments on the episode 2178 wounded healers was our feedback show felix says the uk man i don't understand how the government is surprised cases have increased this much you open schools bruv what did you expect come on 
even had the nerve to threaten to find people who didn't want to let their kids go back to school last i heard gatherings of more than six people were illegal but school, somehow schools are still open right bruv i just feel so defeated they really care more about the economy and brexit than doing the right thing and they're not even handling the latter well anyway shout out to footballer marcus rashford for everything he's doing for poor kids and local politicians doing their best under this government same man and that's the thing y'all actually had it uh go down for a bit and then our numbers went no we were like the sky is the limit well i think the governments have uh, some governments not all obviously some governments have clearly made their their decision we're gonna just peak and valley this thing yeah like okay we're gonna have schools until it gets untenable until the hospitals are full again and all the shit and then we're gonna shut take them shut it down we'll get it under control for a little bit we're gonna do this till we get a vaccine yeah. yeah some of them have decided that that's what the fuck they're gonna do just literally sentencing people to death mm-hmm. uh mg go m go tell says hey karen, rod and karen i'm listening to this episode i got to the part about the black people who bought the land i'm a 25 year old black gay man raised in wilkinson county where they bought the land the county is huge land wise but it's basically five small towns within the county we have about two stoplights and a handful of restaurants and a couple of grocery stores in the whole county they bought the land in tomsboro down the road from where i used to live hopefully they will thrive and honestly i honestly don't see it being a bad uh i guess thing for the county i don't think it's bad either it's great Mm-mm. Mm-mm. especially if they get to know the huge black community in wilco and surrounding counties listen i am rooting for them people me too nothing but success hopefully i know the history of to wakanda yeah i know the history of what we've been through in this country mm-hmm. and i don't think we've become so far that we won't repeat it i think white people will try to destroy that community yes sir uh once they see us black people thriving mm-hmm. especially um, if they mind their business and don't bother nobody and next yeah. thing you know it's a whole community they got taxes and banks like they start uh uh functioning uh outside of whiteness Mm-mm. It's still Georgia, the home of Stone County, uh, Stone Mountain. So I do worry, but you know, hopefully I'm worried about nothing, man. Hopefully, yeah, I hope I'm wrong. Let let me be wrong. Yeah, hopefully they start a thriving community and they get all the funding in schools and all that shit they mm-hmm. need, and that that becomes a, a mecca for Black people because we need it, point blank. Uh, the poll was: Have you gone out to eat since the pandemic started? Yes, but only outdoors. Yes, indoors too or no well karen no okay well for me yes indoors well you went to eat indoors i've just been going out after you go to sleep just go go out to bars and shit what no you out. haven't you <laughs> <laughs> sorry i had something in my throat no obviously not um but look 18 64 of our audience is not going out to eat period um and that's been rough because i truly miss going out to eat i definitely do too um i even thought about outdoors and stuff but I don't me know. too i thought about outdoors but they was like we don't have to tell you if somebody's sick i was like i'm good yeah that that law right there like the, that that does not give me confidence Mm-mm. that a restaurant can have an outbreak if, if, among the staff and they don't have to close or tell nobody nothing uh that that i just how can we how can it not be a law so i'm like nah i'm good Mm -mm, right mm -mm, i just keep on getting doordash uh yes but only outdoors 18 percent of our audience and yes indoors too 18 percent. so and the thing is it's not illegal i mean that's the thing it's just how much risk do you want to deal with because i think it's becoming a 
you know you're being a bad person thing it's like if the law says you can have people over your house people gonna have people over their house right like it's not illegal they didn't do nothing wrong Mm -mm. and shit if it don't say it some people gonna do it but uh felix says only a villain eats out in these times well felix i i would disagree i've seen some of my friends eat out i i I think they're safe smart people Mm -hmm. i just wouldn't go with them <coughs> I'm more risk averse than they are. Yeah, I, I put it put it on Instagram and snap some pictures and let me know. Yeah, like I see the. I mean, sometimes you do see shit that you know. Obviously, like if you see a nigga in the club dancing up on twenty seven people, I, there's no place where that should be. Like, well, maybe Florida. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, you just hope everybody's gonna be safe. And the people I know that are safe is me and Karen, and that's the only people I hang out with right now. <laughs> you all i see uh we had episode 2179 it's a girl uh felix <laughs> says <laughs> uh felix says karen was on fire this episode said everything i was thinking especially the reaction to that lady saying i can't breathe in relation to mass the nerves of that woman the nerves and says i also noticed the trend saying light-skinned mixed-race people aren't black i don't understand that i also don't mind it but i am a mixed-race woman so my perspective on this is probably not meant to be the focus um yeah it's weird man i, I mean i know i'm not supposed to according to twitter but i'll be feeling bad for light-skinned black people mm-hmm. that you know what it is i love being black so much right i don't want anyone to ever involuntarily be kicked out of it because i guess i don't believe in kicking people out of blackness yeah but i because i couldn't imagine my world as not a black person right i love it i love waking up being black i don't give like the government be fucking up all this shit racism exists i still wouldn't trade it if if, Mm -hmm. if they said at the end of your life hey you want we giving you another quarter put your put go create a player i'm creating a black player again i'm doing this shit again i do it on my xbox i do it on my playstation I, you give me a creative player they're gonna be black and i and i mean maybe this has been happening forever but the internet is now giving us a window to see it but the like part the part of the issues i have with the colorism discussion is it can get so extreme that and, and it's you know like all discussions on the internet i guess it can get so extreme people then go well to top what you just said about there being colorism and about there being benefits to being light-skinned i'm gonna take it to you're just white like you're a white person and and they do that to to dismiss because the thing is there are light-skinned black people that love our people and they're like bitch i'm black and i'm my black experience is my black experience and i'm here fighting for everybody regardless of the color of their skin and it's got to be confusing when we uh claim them and when we don't like right when you know it's like uh tracy ellis ross has a hair line and people was trying to shit on that but tracy ellis ross does have curly hair yes yes so her, her line is for black people. yes for black women yes, but it is. she does have curly hair so this isn't even like oh look at her capitalizing her hair right. isn't even kinky right. or curly y- y'all see her black ass mama the fuck y'all talking about right but but my point being like so sometimes people go who the fuck are you to do this and we just and there's this other belief that light-skinned black people just have to take it right and i don't believe in that either me either like no one should have to take anything unfair that's not the point like Mm-mm. to me it's like like if you taking some some gruff because it's fair because like it is something that you've done or whatever i get that but this whole like 
because of how the world has treated me as a darker black person mm-hmm. i get to be shitty about it to other people and they should take it i just don't fundamentally believe in that Mm-mm. and i and i don't believe in it for myself by the way so i don't like i I would never i feel like that avoids your own personal responsibility to how you conduct yourself so i would never be like because the world has treated me bad i'm gonna go around cussing out white people and they should take it i don't i'm just not that kind of person nope so um with the light skin thing sometimes it gets out of control because i feel like calling someone basically saying they are not black anymore because they either are mixed race or light skin to me is uh, uh that is very fucked up yes it is you yes know? it is i can see it. now if you literally don't think the motherfucker's black okay i mean i'm not trying to say rachel krug or uh, i'm getting all their names confused now it's so many secret white women but i'm not trying to say you got to go save the ones that's some secret mm-hmm. white women but like you know just have, like just because a motherfucker light skin don't mean like they gotta be whack they might be yeah don't but, mean they not but it doesn't right, and mean it, and it don't mean they ain't had a black ass experience either yeah and also judges different black experiences and there's a lot of Correct. black people that are fucking there's people that are brown skinned that have still had an atypical black experience you know there's a lot of people in academia politicians all this shit that white people uh, uh, athletics they put you on a different path to kind of take you out of our community you know and they fight and many of them fight to their way back and to stay attached but anyway uh still since my kind likes to be the center of attention i'll give you my opinion on it anyway the effort of the end of white supremacy will always be a fight between the system of inclusion versus the system of exclusion we all have to be part of a fight regardless of what label we choose becoming more specific of the definition of blackness is good as long as it is not being done in an exclusionary way what i mean by that is the definition is made in order to express self-love that was not encouraged before as opposed to the way whiteness is defined by who can and cannot be included in the club sorry for the intrusion to the conversation i hope if my point was made without causing any offense no one you didn't intrude into the conversation it's a Mm -mm. feedback show literally Mm -hmm. and this is not the show for light-skinned people can't talk to us Mm -mm. that i'm sure there are plenty of shows like that i got light-skinned friends right some of my best friends are like literally some of my best friends are light-skinned y'all uh but seriously though um uh, this is not I, I mean for me i'm not that kind of person i there are black people like that i've heard it i i get it but you know the couple of conversations that here that i have to be honest about appropriation and colorism i think have missed the mark on social media and it's not that the that they aren't real it's just that we become so extreme and so biased and the reward system for attention for those arguments are mostly ones where it's like um it's mostly like to get the attention you need to be the person saying the most fucked up thing so if you're a light-skinned person talking about the rest of you niggas is roaches and black girls never liked me in high school you're gonna get the attention yes you are if you're a black girl saying uh, a dark-skinned girl going you know uh light-skinned people ain't even black they white you know what i'm saying then you're gonna get the attention online mm-hmm. and that has fucked up that conversation because there's a whole lot of shit in the middle where you can be like yeah this is tragic uh for you as a light-skinned person it's tragic for you as a dark-skinned person here's how we hurt each other within the community here's how we help each other mm-hmm. here's how we heal each other and right. instead we get this shit yes sir b star 88 says hey mark and karen mark that's not even it's not even an r you guys you sons of bitches uh i and my family are from chapin 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 south carolina 
that's how you pronounce it okay i never heard of that i thought it was chapin I wonder, where okay. the, I wonder where that's that's near go ahead it's one of the richest whitest towns in south carolina on lake murray the town is outside columbia about 20 miles okay my family was featured on the episode my family was featured on an episode of snapped because my cousin was killed by the white lady he was dating oh no her and her side leeward side leeward is that what we call them now oh her and her side i guess piece lured him into the woods and decapitated his head oh no let me tell you something about that you can only decapitate the head it's no <laughs> you had me a decapitated friend okay Woo! they're not decapitating arms out this motherfucker uh that's pretty much the only thing exciting this town only experienced besides the racist labor day parade that they have every year filled with confederate souvenirs here's a link to the news article about the murder Oh. Well, don't link me to that link me to the snapped I, yeah i want to know what episode baby and i'm sorry for your loss but me too sweetie it sound like you had a lot of time to heal you was just like they cut his head off anyway that nigga was crazy <laughs> the only thing missing from this is we told him stop messing with them white girls like that's the <laughs> yeah <laughs> we told him leave the white people alone that's the only thing he missing. won't listen to us <laughs> he was into them pogs and we said okay he loved them pogs <laughs> the poggy or the better had a has, they had a subscription to black.com and we knew that he wasn't gonna make it not in south carolina it's uh, <laughs> the, the only thing missing damn this is a, the, the 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 plot to get out uh mike mallory says that prison abolitionist story was so fucked up but i guess it proved the point so cool i've never met a prison abolitionist in real life but twitter tells me that they're real I, <laughs> yeah obviously this is the first time i had to pause the podcast to distract myself that was real uncomfortable still rock with y'all though love the podcast i just felt like i had to say something even though i really didn't know what to say well you know what mike sometimes it is hard i you know we do a show where we you know i normally try to not talk about certain crimes and stuff on the show um but we definitely aren't a safe show i don't call the show a safe space Mm-mm. um you know whether not just comedically but just topic wise we don't really do trigger warnings or any of this type of shit so you know sometimes it is gonna be real uncomfortable and um you know that's why we had this space so we can get uncomfortable we can talk about those things that you know people not talking about other places or they're shutting down the conversation other places so you know uh but thanks for writing in uh have you ever been to a gender reveal party yes and we blew something up yes but we didn't blow up anything or no care i i've I baby showers i've never been never been baby to, showers yeah. no gender reveal parties no but but no i've been to baby showers but not a gender reveal oh, okay party. yeah i have not been to one either uh so 77 percent of us have not been to a gender reveal party then 21 percent of us have been to a gender reveal party but they did not blow anything up good y'all were safe which means about one percent of the audience has been to a gender reveal party where they did blow something up oh baby i wish you left a comment so i can know what they blew up yes i'm glad y'all said y'all y'all survived but y'all could uh, write a comment i mean vote in the poll yeah i mean obviously could have been worse yes you know or maybe maybe it was worse maybe they like and that's why that shit on fire right now i don't know <laughs> <laughs> don't go to don't go to the west coast right now it's, it's, it's fucked up out there uh we had episode 2180 karen's third eye opens we had shalewa sharp as the guest she's always great that was fun 
uh brooklyn shubay left some comments rod and karen and rod i love you like i melt like i like melted butter on cornbread but i have a real small kvetch when discussing nicole richie and her sister sophia you referred to sophia as lionel richie's real daughter as a mom of a child who was adopted that's low-key offensive lionel is as much nicole's father as sophia's nicole is his real daughter using the words real and natural when describing the child's birth parents implies that their adoptive parents are somehow fake or unnatural the truth is that adoptive parents are real parents just as birth mother is real in her role as well these terms also imply that because they are not blood related the relationships in an adopted family are not as strong or lasting as relationship by birth sorry for all to be the actually person still love you brooklyn shoe babe um, um yeah like uh, and my thing is it's one of those things where i do understand what you're saying and yeah this is just your not your fun this is your like how you feel but it when saying that was no disrespect like i never said that he didn't claim them or or anything like that like and for me you know i'm my aunt adopted me my aunt is my real mama my aunt loves me you know um and it's all in your i guess in my in my feeling your interpretation of that um and what when you say real um and I guess I I think the reason why you're saying that is because people don't use that like in their normal parenting, like normal parent child well, relationships. Well, I think people um, people may use it pejoratively. Yeah. And maybe you know when people say like you're not my real dad or mm-hmm. something like that, or that's not your real daughter or something. So I mean I can see why people would take it offensively. I mean. Mm-hmm we obviously didn't mean it offensively Mm -hmm. but you know i'll take it i'll keep it in mind i'll try not to uh say that i know but yeah i I do find it ironic because karen is adopted and we have to talk you know we talk about her aunt versus her birth mother a lot of times you know i mean it's come up on the show before Mm -hmm. that means that means you've heard you've heard karen say that about herself before so it's just interesting that it uh uh you know uh i guess this was the time that it that it bothered her maybe it's always bothered her mm-hmm. and 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 I, and I do understand that but i also don't know their relationship with each other either yeah and, and i mean honestly i just i mean i look if it if it offends people my my goal is i'm not doing the show to try to offend people mm-hmm. so it, hopefully in the in the future i'll remember to say birth i guess is because she didn't really say what the correct term was just what not to say mm-hmm um but i guess maybe birth is the right thing to say like birth mother an adopted mother i i mean my see this is the other and, thing and to me that might be insulting too so well this is what i was gonna say the um, here's the other thing about this and this is, happens with semantics and language a lot and especially liberal people get caught up on this it's not the word really and i i think what happens um it's the meaning behind the word mm-hmm and we like the police language because we think if we have the right rules we can do away with people's feelings being hurt but the truth is if i if i say um if i mean it negatively and i am using the right words i'm still gonna hurt your feelings right if i don't mean it negatively and i'm using the wrong words for me i let that go but that's just me but not all our listeners don't have to apply to that but this happens with me all the time like if um if i'm i'll give a good example uh people don't like the word crazy 
they're like it's re- it's pejorative it's is you know it's reductive it, you know it's ableist is what they'll say it's, it's, it's ableist don't ever use crazy so you can't be like this situation was crazy okay you someone does something uh this motherfucker uh came down my house and pissed in my sink i can't be like nigga are you crazy i gotta so we go okay what language can we use uh twib used to do this a lot uh elon would quibble over words for a little bit and then he'd drop it after a month but he'd be like we're not saying crazy on the show anymore instead we're gonna say dangerous okay melissa harris perry told me say dangerous well you know what that means dangerous now just becomes the pejorative it's not like saying dangerous then made what you're talking about less like so now when the dude comes over my house and pisses in my sink i have to call him dangerous i'm not calling him crazy but i mean the same fucking thing i sure do and if i mean it in a get the fuck out of my house with your dangerous ass it's still fuck it's still gonna be fucked up to somebody and we talk for a living so we're gonna always end up stepping on some toes that being said i'm still gonna try to say i guess if this is a thing uh like i said we didn't get to correct what the guidance is on it but i'm gonna try just like when that person wrote in and said you know uh you had a guest on the show that said handicapped or you you know you're supposed to be saying disabled now i'm like all right i'll try to say disabled like to me i don't i'm not holding on to this i don't you know i don't take it personal or whatever so uh yeah i will try to say i guess birth uh mother i don't see him in the chat saying what the right thing to say is so uh adoptive uh and and birth i guess is what the right terms are so i'll try to say that but i'm telling you is uh give it five years and it'll be like no we don't say that we say uterine parents and such and such parents or Uh, whatever i will try i'm i will try my best that's all i can say because i talk and i and i know me i will probably end up saying it again and it's not to be offensive because i have to unlearn that and it's that's no that's something that's in my language yeah uh what what's the right terms i don't see it in the chat that's all i want to know like because like i said i I would i would try to do the right things to me it's like pronouns like even if you don't even if you were a person that did not support like i don't even understand transgender da 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 okay cool but why would it hurt you to be like i'm gonna use the right pronouns for you because i know that won't make you mad like it will affirm you in some way so let me know what the right things to say is and i will try to do that uh you know i'll try to do the right i'll try to say the correct words because i do prefer that and some shit like i said is semantics and i'm not like i'm never gonna not say crazy because i'm like nigga the word i choose to replace it is just it's gonna be the new fucked up word you know what i'm saying okay birth or biological if you have to okay cool cool um and and the thing i think it was uh shalewa wanted the distinction in the story i i honestly didn't know the answer to be real with y'all uh i had to look that shit up because i don't keep track uh brooklyn shubay says okay one more comment because i dug this my this episode loads my captain america chris evans god bless that man on saturday i had jumped on twitter to post a boring article from a librarian trade journal about how to turn anti-racist readings into actual anti-racist actions suddenly i saw that chris evans was trending i was afraid terrified i tell you immediately i thought shit that nigga done maga hashtag me too all lives matter somebody oh no not my captain america oh no i clicked with one eye closed and was blessed with joy off the uh off the moit how do you say it? moiner joiner uh the, the hammer chris evans was uh was keeping under wraps uh squee i instantly turned <laughs> creep and drooled peen 
and then i uh then i shared the picture with all my friends who asked but not on my timeline that fav- the favorite outcome of the accidental leak was that there was a jokey pic with the caption that said guard that pussy the, the, <laughs> the number of tweets of women smiling and saying how i sleep when i know chris evans is guarding me ele- laugh my ass off i'm basic i ain't shit objectify men white people news be the palate cleanser <laughs> yeah i mean yes i have claimed him as my captain america yeah that's the thing man like i do uh appreciate you writing back in to let us know that as woke as that last comment was (laughs) this was very problematic so you just let us know that this is the home for you all right because you belong here y'all out here uh doxing this man's penis and and getting y'all full life and i I don't care it all i know i'm supposed to be you know this is the time where i'm supposed to be like listen if that was a man a woman but i I really don't care i really think both genders are equally creeps when a fine person news get leaked it don't matter yeah he did his himself nobody stole him in anything yeah people be woke as shit though but we not supposed to be looking but we looking okay when when, i remember when uh jill scott news got supposed news got leaked and the fucking timeline it was men and women that's a fine-ass woman yeah ain't nobody give a fuck that day like thank god she was she took it in stride you really don't have a choice but to take it in stride if your news get leaked especially if people like them uh all right let's see forrest says so you are absolutely not alone in your memory of nothing but trouble it was hilarious and definitely used to come on all the time but more importantly the soundtrack gave us uh digital underground same song which tupac which was tupac's breakout verse it was uh this up this is from bhair87 who says this episode has me cracking up karen i'm here for all your conspiracy theories they all sound way more legit than i'd admit in public one of of my favorite parts of the show is the dynamic between you two you guys have so much love for each other between all the jokes you will openly still openly disagree from time to time and reel each other in when you think you're going they're going too far yeah roger has become a professional because uh he gets a lot of exercise with me and justin (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um and it's really just more about my own uh insecurity and control freak thing because i just always think of some imaginary motherfucker listening ready to take us out of context or <laughs> accuse accuse like to be honest if the only if the most problematic thing we said on this episode was real versus adopted we doing I mean, all right because this is the episode where karen was busting out hotel conspiracies left and right <laughs> that's the only thing that got some feedback that was negative i'll take that eve says chris evans can get it all day and night and when i heard his dick was trending damn right i was looking it's no longer america's ass but america's dick (laughs) (laughs) i question the time i question the time in the paris hilton's documentary now that the kardashians are announcing they're announcing they're ending their show all right that makes sense see this is some hotel shit though it take a while to film a documentary so unless she been sitting on it waiting for this moment then i'm gonna say it's a coincidence i don't really know if she'll be as popular as she used to be because her fans have all grown up and honestly there are so many influencers out there she'll be forgotten again in a couple of months mm-hmm. yep so it depends on what she want to do though mm. does she just want a reality tv show again because she could have got that without doing all this well, that's true i just hope she ain't got some aspirations for like office or some shit i hope not that's what i would be worried about the the shit she said about trump running for president like but i feel like trump and um trump hasn't he is 
done the lowering of the bar that people claimed uh you know that 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 they were against he's done it and we can't put it back in the bag there's gonna be more than a like kanye west is only fucking up because he's so disorganized but he it was trump that inspired kanye west to think i can run for president and i i guarantee you she won't be like people like her they gonna be out here doing shit too like i I just got it's like a trickle down like and now i'm gonna rebrand myself to be taken seriously because if you did it for him why not me hello all right um let's go to we got oh we got one more comment all right um malty says i loved shalewa as a guest in this episode i found myself agreeing with her so much very relatable thoughts about surviving the pandemic i definitely judge my family members especially cousins because i see their social media posts while they're posing with different groups at gatherings i'm not great at math but last week there was a group of six and this week it's a completely different group of six i don't think this is what they mean by social distancing and bubbles if i add up their bubble this summer it's been like 40 people so i'm judging <laughs> Monty, i'll be looking at that shit too to be honest man i try i really tried not to because i've just had to make a decision i'm not kicking it with nobody like me and karen we just gotta ride this thing out together and that's it because that's it, it is literally y'all a boat up to when i tell y'all and i know we me and roger got probably the extreme we're like yeah i'm sure we are uh no no family no friends like, i mean when you look at what because because you can be well within the rules and still to me be dangerous you know what i'm saying like these rules are very much like you can hang out with this many people you can go to this many restaurants you can do this it's like yes and imagine if you just do all of it (laughs) like if you go to six parties of six people at six different houses you never broke the rules you never broke the law but you did do some needlessly dangerous shit and there's a much more highly higher likelihood that you caught something or passed something on to somebody else and i just i can't do it man your boy can't do it also yes they are opposed they all pose together with their mask off why i i really don't get it you're not even supposed to be six feet <laughs> yeah maybe you were masked up the whole time until this one picture but i'm gonna assume otherwise great in eyesights oh insights with an i e-y-e in the middle karen keep it up love y'all thank you they love some old hotel karen <laughs> queen karen uh the podcast is are you judging people on social media who aren't social distancing <laughs> yes no or i am the person not social distancing karen yes i also say yes 90 percent of the audience says yes i try not to and i still do yeah i mean uh, and, and 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 the judgment is nothing like it used to be because at first i used to be wanting to burn it down but now i'm like you know what people gonna people i'm still judging the judgment is not as harsh i, I be wanting to leave comments on it like niggas you crazy but i'll be like nope nope it's just their life ride i have to talk myself into it yeah uh, i'll be like i'll be like well they you know this is this is what they want to do you know i'm, yeah. I'm okay i'm gonna miss them uh i'm gonna miss you when you're gone i tip a 42 your memory (laughs) nine percent say no they don't judge uh and then two percent say i am the person not social distancing now i have a feeling that the nine percent and the two percent are all that's really y'all together y'all in the same group y'all lying but y'all together 
uh tish says if i stop judging them i might forget that i'm supposed to be distancing from their asses in the first place with my luck i'd stop judging take my ass to do some regular shit then be laid up in the hospital within a week while the wild party animals get a headache and a loft like cough that's my thing you you know you don't know it's death until it's death so i'm good yeah i saw one a story where a hockey coach of youth hockey coach died he got he's a young white dude he got the covid and then he took a sleeping pill to help him sleep or something and they think the combination of the covid and the sleeping pill killed him yeah like and he wouldn't look like it. he had no pre-existing any of that shit but if people just you know and i mean who knows how many games he coached or if he was around kids and shit you just never know man nope Lakita says, I don't audibly judge, I judge internally. Though you might catch me looking at people with my hands on my hips and my arms folded, shaking my head in disgust. Look, I'm working on it. LOL. Me too. Me too. Yatunde says, that white people song y'all played, Jerusalem Hurt My Soul. That's one of my favorite songs from South African Master KG. I had to go listen to the whole song two times to be well again. Aww. Monique Kim Doc says, i used to judge people for it for a few months now i just mind my business to be careful about what i'm doing i think it's because i know someone who caught the virus from a family member and the guilt they feel knowing they tried their best i shared a few activities on here and i'm gonna be honest i felt judged myself perhaps that was my mistake it's no hard feelings i'm sure no harm was meant but i'd rather be honest with you both so knowing what that feels like makes me proceed forward peace yeah i i think kim doc did go to the movies you know mm-hmm. and it was funny because i had to go through the process that i go through in my brain what, what she wrote in like i went to the movies and i was like no nigga don't do well you know what it's it's open she was with family she said it was nobody else in the theater and i know it was good i would have loved to see tinted but uh tenet tenet tinted. what is that tenet that's the black that's about that's the black version the black version <laughs> it's about tinted Josh. windows uh-huh. they're gonna be like uh where's uh disney washington boy this is about windows right tinted uh it's next to the lowrider movie <laughs> uh, i'm sorry Cam, but uh yeah I, I mean look i wanted to see tinted too as well man i think that's another thing too is it's also our own issues because it's like i want to do that oh it's not safe y'all know us we but you did it the movies i wouldn't have done that you know so people got to deal with that man so you know good luck to them out there mm-hmm. um i just try to just hope i honestly is nothing we can do about it you just got to hope everyone's being safe and hope that i hope they are the people around them are safe because mm-hmm. it's really you're yeah, I, hope every, I hope everybody's telling the truth about what they are doing yeah everyone's kind of as as strong as the weakest link around them right now and mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm rooting for everybody to get, get through it man honestly we love to be able to have a live show again and meet y'all and see y'all and one day not worry about everybody dying from the shit you know so uh let's see here we got uh episode two twenty one eighty one, which was uh our recap of um lovecraft country um uh reverse dolazal uh auto de Fe says i was walking to work listening a couple things stuck stuck me struck me i think the reason ruby had the appearance of the racist woman from artem is the potion needs the blood of the person you transform into uh help explain why christina refers to william in the past tense rod's racist white woman voice is now alpha from walking dead ha uh first of all uh i don't i have many right white woman racist voices okay that's just one of the few 
okay but, you have quite a few in your arsenal yeah anytime i need to whip one of these bad boys out okay now they mostly have southern accents but it's just one <laughs> just one of the few the butterflies were from the specimen display next to the mirror he reanimated them not scary or creepy at all nope oh i didn't even see that part i didn't realize that she referred to him as past tense when she explained who he was and i should really proofread these all right got it uh far says hey y'all on that montrose storyline for context i'm a queer black man i read that as a full-on dl narrative that's why initial sex scene felt so visceral to me it was like he was seeking to punish and exercise himself and sammy to an extent you could feel the hate that he had for himself the hate he had for the Mm -hmm. world even the hate he had for sammy for existing in the world with some measure of freedom it basically put me in the mind of men who seek out and sleep with trans women and then turn on them and kill them when anyone finds out or even insinuates that they have an attraction someone harboring so much self-hate and rage is always dangerous to anyone who gets too close for the scene at the pageant slash ball montrose was basically acting like what we refer to as a trade they're a part of the community but always apart from the community mm-hmm. there's always a separation there because they're so scared of being uh found out they would never let their guard down which again is what makes them so dangerous to trans women in films michael k williams was so damn brilliant because he communicated all this without saying a word you can see montrose fighting himself to be free the hesitance was palpable even when he let go for a moment culminating him kissing sammy in that space for what uh for me that tear was him acknowledging to himself how fleeting that moment is and i think how undeserving he feels having it it was a brilliant sequence shout out to the show for portraying that experience with such care and nuance i also shout out for featuring queen shangela she's also she has also has an hbl show called we're here uh <clears throat> that's super great that's super great and is a rupaul drag race alum monet exchange another drag race alum and daryl stevens starred as noah's ark the earliest black center lgbtq network show i can think of side note the creator of noah's ark patrick iron polk is an executive producer of p valley this was one of the times that you know there had to be specifically black queer voices in the writer's room to cast the nuance hmm. uh thank you that's good to know uh, ed- educational miss mm-hmm. mary smile says after watching several times and apologies if you mentioned this on the show wednesday because i didn't tune in until an hour into it i noticed ruby's transformation during the stereo incident was relatively easily compared easy compared to the others maybe the rage also while hillary is holding the vial and then squeezes it it looks like there's a scar on her thumb where ruby got cut during her tryst with william Oh, I didn't didn't notice that. Mm-mm. And also, it was uh, you you talking about uh, when she was um, with that white man at the end. And he uh, William had told her that it gets easier. Yeah, that's true. Like 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 he he had talked because the very first time was just so violent. Yeah. So he was like, after you go through this several times, it gets easier. So I could see by the time you get to like a third or fourth time, it being a lot smoother transition for her to break out. And the locust. Uh, uh, analogy or a parallel that they wrote they had in the movie i mean in the episode said that the locust reaches its full uh maturity something like seven day a week into it and that was like five to seven days into her having done that drug so maybe she's fully reached maturity into the the locust that's going to eat everything uh eve says i think it would have been funny to film the person who had to clean up all the loose skin meat whenever ruby and christina shed their bodies ew yeah who was that person i don't know <laughs> what if it was them that's the next scene is just them sweeping up the shit uh episode i mean the poll was do you think ruby will become a villain yes or no karen 
yes yeah 63 percent say yes 37 percent say no lakita says per the poll judging the way she did tamara with whom she has no real beef i can imagine what's in store for letty i can imagine the complexity of her disdain yet protection of tamara i'm sure i project on the ruby because i'm dark skinned and thick older woman of a tiny little light-skinned loud mouth heifer for whom things seem to fall into place for also that's not their fault society sees us differently as society i want for ruby and letty to be as close as me and my sis are now and i hope they can get there at some point because they're both smart and unnecessarily gorgeous side note the racist dog lady whose name i didn't bother to learn was born and raised in louisiana imagine that's where her emmy level of blackton and rhythm and those hips came from she she made me forget she was a white woman in real life right yeah that's the thing about the dance scene that i was thinking to myself was like but in real life this white woman really did have to do that dance and make it look black and she did a good job mm-hmm. she, she had somebody working with her yeah the choreography on that yeah they was like no no too stiff too stiff yeah wop wop loo bop a lot bam boom okay stop right here and a two and a four yes you know they went through all the steps one two three four mm-hmm. five six seven eight now turn mm-hmm. dre says i think christina will manipulate ruby and turn her against letty and tick yeah i'm kind of hoping for like either some yeah i'm kind of hoping for some almost anti-hero shit where like maybe she starts to turn against him and then she turns back or something i, I, or, I think that's gonna happen because I, I really I think there's gonna be some conflict and yeah. then i think my prediction at some period of time they're gonna resolve it and then she'll end up working with them i hope so man because mm-hmm. i would love yeah, to see, I can't all see them. her just being bad the whole series i want to see black people using magic together to fight the white people and i think that ruby uh by the time ruby turns in my prediction she's going to be so powerful that they're going to need her because the thing about tick and letty they are aware and they understand but they don't know how to cast spells they they haven't been through the transformation that ruby has been through like her knowledge of what she can do by the time this happens is going to be so much more that they're going to end up leaning and depending on her not unless they learn how to do some things on their own we had some voicemails. Let's get to those. 704-557-0186. Dear Rod and Karen, I love you both so much. Oh. That's all I got. Neil, calling from over in Raleigh. I don't want nothing. I just want to tell y'all I love y'all. Oh, uh, that was so nice. <laughs> I just called to say I love you. Thank you, baby. We never get those. <laughs> Thank you. Amon, right, uh, calls in. Hey, Rod. Hey, Karen. This is Iman. Um, I was just calling in because I was so tickled. I was listening to the nerd off with my husband, and he was shaking his head at the point where y'all got to his uh, letter. <laughs> y'all thought it was me. And I was like, ah, they think it's me automatically. And he was just shaking his head. And he's like, yeah, they just think it's you. You write in so much. And I was like, it's our account, bro. It's ours. <laughs> like, I am you. You are me. This is why I always put my name at the end. It's like, just put your name at the end. It's like, that's male privilege. You think, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's me, Greg. It's like, nope. <laughs> also, I'm just like, Rod, you have such a good eye. Because I did not realize that that was the same lady from Arden and Lovecraft mm-hmm. that Ruby turned into. And I was like, wow, okay. Because I had this whole idea in my head. I was like, okay, they're probably using blood magic. They're probably getting 
William and Christina before, you know, it was revealed that they are the same person. She's like, they're probably fighting a white woman uh, and get their blood so Ruben can turn into the white version of herself because that's what I thought it was. Mm. Like, uh, until I listened to y'all's recap, I was like, okay, I guess Christina's getting, like, male blood and turning into the male version of herself because they had the same hair color and stuff. Mm. And I just thought Ruben was turning into the white version of herself, kind of like, you know, like in Gargoyles when uh, Goliath turns into the human version of himself. But I was just like, oh, wow, that's really impressive because I did not know this. And then other podcasts weren't even mentioning it. I was just like, maybe they didn't know this either. So I was impressed. Uh, um, thank you. So that was it. <laughs> uh and it's honestly it's just the um the the imdb man it was i have white woman actress facial blindness like you do i i, I it's why white people news is so funny to a lot of people i can't really I, there's a couple white women i know for sure but i get them confused all the time there's just so many white women in hollywood and i think it's mostly because they ship white women out as they get older and then also there's so much uh conformity in hollywood to look a certain way right today dude it's almost like a machine or factory yeah like you gotta be super fucking famous for me to recognize you as a white woman actress and be like she is different from these other ones yes like scarlett johansson i think i could recognize jennifer mm-hmm. garner i could recognize yes, alias J- jennifer aniston i think i could recognize mm-hmm. And then we start getting into the weeds, dog. Where well, I be like, I, I watch. I remember I watched one. I watched one show. I was watching the season of. Uh, uh, I watched a season of Daredevil, and then a season of Jessica Jones. Where I thought the woman who plays Trish Tilby was the same woman that plays Typhoid Mary for the whole fucking season. <laughs> like i was like why is she playing is she both is she like how come where's jessica like what what about her boyfriend she had you were so confused weren't you i was very i watched that whole fucking season and then i went and looked on the imdb and was like how's this not the same woman and i posted on my on my on all my social media like this is not the same woman and everybody was like no wait that that's two different white women i was like exactly it was like four different pictures of them i'm just saying man i i know i got it so sometimes um when like when we do these recaps man i don't do a shit ton of research like i didn't read the book but i do like watch it more than once i uh try to check out the cast and stuff um not everything because i don't want to spoil nothing for myself Mm -mm. but you know look in this episode like who was this if that actor stood out try to find out you know character names little shit you know and uh i think it makes our reviews better and i think um it makes me better as a host uh and i know a lot of podcasts kind of just you know i don't understand what's happening this is crazy because they realize i think some podcasts is more like our reaction to the thing is what we are telling you right you're like oh, man i don't know what's going on i don't know what's going on either this crazy who was that what's this who do, you know what you think this like and so you know that's one thing and i think also with this show people have painted it as confusing when i don't find it to be confusing as much as it's 
rewards you for paying attention yes and um, some people don't they're live tweeting like a lot of people literally are doing other things while they're watching the show yeah and i did see a scathing review of the show from uh un- the undefeated um where they were like shitting on the show saying it has no story accounting and uh watchmen made a lot of sense but this one doesn't and it's just kind of like an empty suit or whatever and i disagree with it vehemently mostly because and it's not because i think it's impossible for this to be bad storytelling i just think the story's not done right we're half we're at the halfway point right now even if you watch the episode after that we're still at the six out of ten i think you i think watchmen did not become great to me until episode eight closed all the closed all the 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 narrative loops Mm -hmm. and in this case if they're continuing if they're planning on doing more than one season i'm not even putting that up to the standard of one season of Mm -hmm. they need to close all the narrative loops if you're gonna get more than one season then don't don't do that Mm -mm. watchmen knew they were they uh damon lindelof Lindelof knew he wanted to do eight episodes and nothing else with that and said if they want to open it back up that's on them i wrote what i wanted to write that's different than what this show is trying to do it seems so unless this is going to be a one a limited series which this it didn't say it was Mm -mm. um i think we need to be a little bit more lenient on the storytelling um and give them some time to flesh things out because it was you know she like the the thing i read they were upset like or or they they the problems they were pointing out to me were like those are not things that they that can't be touched upon by episode 10 yeah that's like you saying this is the best thing ever a book series that is completely finished from start to finish versus this is bad a book series is in chapter three essentially yeah like well when they gonna answer this question it's like well that's the whole point of waiting to see because because to me if you would have stopped at episode four of watchmen and said they have terrible um uh story accounting i would have said yeah you could write that right there because they need four more episodes to answer the questions they're bringing up questions and they're answering them later not every question is answered in the same episode Mm -mm. shit some of the stuff with um ozymandias literally you can't answer those questions until the last episode of the season like the, the what like he was just doing weird shit the whole fucking time and it was just weird and long speeches and clones and, and space and shit that just made no fucking sense and then in episode eight they go okay here's how it makes sense i think you should allow that and i think it's really a fucking shame when we do it under the auspices of blackness because we're misha misha green i believe is the showrunner for this and we finally get a black woman showrunner and, and something like this and we go oh pfft. it's nothing but window dressing and empty suits it's like damn dog for real five six episodes in that's it fuck him fuck her because then when she doesn't have a job i just don't want to hear the the, the, the yeah, shit about the supporting the blackness we yet. need more representation and shit and you get know? this woman a job so it just felt mean and uncalled for man but you know and may and like i said this is not to say the piece can't be justified but i just feel like writing that piece at episode 10 and being like they just didn't give a fuck about a lot of these storylines okay right because that that's that's comparing a book to a book yeah but writing in an episode halfway through the story well then Watchmen didn't give a fuck about the storylines halfway through you know they (laughs) well what's gonna happen with this what what does egg mean right you gotta wait till the end of the story literally the egg thing doesn't make sense into the last fucking frame of the of the thing so it it just felt i don't know it just felt mean and snarky and uh 
unjustified uh all right one more voicemail hey karen and rod it's your girl falcon diva wanted to drop a quick voicemail hopefully i'll keep it within the two minutes i'm watching my timer about how much i love your lovecraft country recap well my friends love it too they don't listen but um, once i started listening i tell them the little tidbits that you give on the podcast so funny story i'm always late watching I'm, like i'm late with everything so tuesday night my friends two of my friends call me they're on speaker and i'm like hello we just watched Lovecraft Country. What did they say on the podcast? And I'm like, calm down, calm down. The podcast comes out Wednesday. I'll let you know. I'm going to watch it tonight, and I'll let you know after I listen on Wednesday. And they were like, well, you didn't tell me what he said on the last one. So, of course, the last one was episode four. So I'm telling a little tidbit. And they're listening like, oh, okay. And, I, and then, then I said, I said, and funny thing, I said, he predicted that William and Christina were the same person. But at the time, I didn't get it. They got quiet. They were like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. All right. Well, call us when you listen to the podcast. So, of course, I watched the show. And when William when William transformed into Christina, I was like, oh, shit. So, immediately, I called my friend back. And I was like, y'all were probably laughing at me. And she said they kind of looked at each other and were like, mm. But they didn't spoil it for me. So, I have loved your recaps. I appreciate all the tidbit information. I know you guys said people need to watch twice. Um, I'm good to get it in one time. <laughs> and while the show is not confusing to me, I'm the type I can focus. So I love mm. listening to your recaps and I catch stuff that I missed the first time. Keep doing what you're doing. Love you. Bye. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, yeah. And shout out to your friends. Shout out to your friends. I, they some real ones cause, for not spoiling it. That's, that's what I like about it they didn't spoil it because a lot of times people just get real willy-nilly with these fucking spoilers out here and ruin everything so mm-hmm. um and yeah i'm glad you're enjoying the recaps my mom calls and we she talked to me today about the recap like um so i know i'm doing a good job and uh yeah and i don't think you have to watch it twice Mm-mm. if you don't find it confusing i think people that find it confusing should probably watch it twice though. agreed all right let's get to the emails uh brianna writes in um or brianna maybe um dear rod and karen thank you so much for continuing to do what you do so incredibly well through this crazy year i'm sorry for the long letter but you two are like my country cousins and i feel like i need to catch up with you on a couple of topics chadwick boseman i know a lot has been said and i really appreciate listening to your responses on the death of chadwick boseman i first became aware of him when he did 42 i loved that movie but was still skeptical when he was promoted promoting get on up he did such a phenomenal job as james brown that i never doubted him again i was living in tokyo when black panther came out and a group of almost a hundred black people from across the diaspora got together to see the movie at one of the theaters we all dressed up and had a wonderful time at an after party at a local club it is one of my favorite memories of living in japan that sounds oh, dope i know y'all had a ball when i got the news alert about his death on my phone i had just finished reading bedtime stories to my two young boys i myself was only four weeks out from having surgery for a stage three rectal cancer i was diagnosed at 41 needless to say i cried all night the next afternoon i was infuriated by a facebook post a friend shared satan we shouldn't be celebrating that chad with bozeman worked so hard these past three years black people deserve to rest when we're sick but capitalism won't let us i commented that he lived and died how he chose he obviously mm-hmm. did not need to work Mm-mm. said friend uh turned out the comments because y'all not getting what i'm trying to say niggas love that mm-hmm. <laughs> when everybody not coming in in the green well you got to turn off the comments man dog it's you 
it's you dog and and this thing is i know because i've never tried to turn off the comments but like sometimes it's me like i say a thing and then everyone takes it wrong and i'm like oops nope everyone took that right i said it wrong you know what i mean it ha- it happens sometimes is you know sometimes it's just one off person trying to take you out of context that happens more often but when it's like multiple people and now you got to make sure no one can say nothing come on man take the l people get so caught up in having a hot take they can't even let us honor the man true i sort of unplugged from articles that post at about him after that yeah i honestly didn't i don't even think i posted one thing about chadwick boseman other than rest in peace i don't uh, think i did uh the most i did i think the truthfully the most i did was like re- repost an article saying he passed and yeah. that was it for me That's like, it. like like i like for real like more 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 i think about it i didn't go on nobody else's comments i didn't like nobody else's comment i just let people feel however they wanted to feel about it yeah i really saved that stuff for here mm-hmm. if i can and sometimes not even i to be honest i didn't really want to talk about it here but people wrote in about it and it's feedback and i you know i didn't mind talking about it mm-hmm. but it, it's the kind of thing where i was just like that's really sad i don't feel like i have to have a take and i don't feel like it's gonna make me feel better or you necessarily feel better to know how i feel about it you know what i mean but it's not that i mind it's just i shit like that makes me feel like like shit sometimes life is just fucking sad yes but i did go ahead and share my cancer experience on facebook which i have been very private about uh rectal colorectal cancer is hitting people at younger and younger ages and i enjoy encourage anyone of any age who is having abnormal stomach or bowel issues to get checked out asap i let my symptoms linger for almost a year because i kept making excuses and didn't want to talk to a stranger about poop speaking of poop jessica crew and it's a new yorker article which means it's long as fuck i read the linked article from the new yorker that details how she got exposed it's pretty interesting and somewhat upsetting an unnamed professor who knew she was fronting decided not to come forward or do anything until hg carillo carillo a professor of the, at the same university as Jessica Krug recently passed away and it came to light that he was pretending to be Afro-Cuban descent when he was just a regular old black dude from Detroit. Wow, this nigga was like Zeke in Walking Dead? I'm gonna tell you, bro, them Detroit people be hustling, okay? Yes, they do. Them Detroit, they, they'll make a way. That shit is not how, how, they need to take Howard logo, okay? Detroit, we'll make a way. <laughs> uh make it seem like academia maybe makes it seem like academia may be rife with people pretending to be something that they're not to have the credentials to be listed to uh listen to about certain topics if two have recently been uncovered at one university unless george washington university is just horribly lax in their background checking well i mean here's the thing about background checking though who checks racial backgrounds and do we really want that come on like i like i think people think we want that and i'm just not a hundred percent sure what that looks like you don't and how that becomes the next discriminatory practice yes because a lot of bias it feels like that would be weaponized against black folks in some type of way too yes so i'm just not a hundred percent sure about that one but but i'm i do understand what you're saying though and i i think it's more of an academia problem in mass if you think about what academia makes black people do to be successful yeah and it is and it's about relationships now actually knowing people a lot of time particularly the higher you go up who do you know who are you connected to what's what in the circles are you are you in versus 
have i spent time with this person do i really know this person it's like yeah well everything's like that correct everything's like that every industry but, but i think but the way it's that particular industry is designed well i think every industry is like that i don't think that's anything unique about academia in that way i think that hierarchy exists in podcasting and sports and radio and everything like who you know is very important social circles social climate very important and people that's how people interlope and get in all the time in every area but i think academia specifically when we talk about race academia kind of lends itself to a certain level of performance because if you think about what white people award it's a lot of like woe is me like look at people's entry essays for black people to universities i was uh born i was born poor i was in the projects i you know my parents had the drug problems it's it's like they white it's the same reason that uh you know white people like uh, the, the the oscars love to see a movie about black people suffering mm-hmm. you know it's it's like the white people who get to make those decisions and the people in charge have kind of made it so that there's this narrow pathway of like blackness is struggle and and the reason i bring that up is because the women who infiltrated in this situation it's the trauma you know i had trauma as a white woman that's all they and think blackness I, is right and and, and it, it's not I and that, it's not but in the academia world a lot of it is you know what i mean because because they're not going to give you the scholarship they're not going to give you the grant they're not going to you gotta it's a hardship grant you know you gotta prove that your that you, blackness has made your life so hard that you need their assistance yeah and we've almost been trained to do that because like whenever somebody does something for black people people will actually structure their letters like that and i've i've heard people who like are like giving out money or scholarships you know and they're black come out and say i don't it's it's okay but i was gonna give it to you regardless like 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 you don't have to you don't have to do this in order to get it but a lot of times that's almost like the 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 standard is i have to tell you about how traumatizing it is in order for you to even look my way right and so that's one part of it the other part is now that we have social media to stand out and become the spokesperson for black people you kind of always got to be on um and I think, and this has always existed in academia, by the way, black academics. There's the performance black academic that gets to go on the talk shows and because the, they're performing all the time, right? Whether they're doing a lot of work or not, whether they're writing books or not, they're kind like they become kind of quasi celebrity. And now we live in a culture where everyone can be a celebrity and you have this kind of stand culture shit around people that used to not have stand culture. It used to, you know, we used to didn't, you couldn't, <laughs> Like the fact that people have a Twitter bio with this is an AOC stand account or some shit, mm-hmm. like this, like we're talking about a different type of um, system here. And so one of the things I've noticed, um, if you look at when the white, the secret white women that we've been talking about lately, uh, whether it be Dolezal, um, whether it be Krug, um, what. Um, if you think i'm not saying it is i'm not saying he is but if you think allegedly 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 allegedly, allegedly. you know you know what 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 i've noticed they all started being black right at the advent of social media Mm -hmm. because you can recreate yourself and it's also the place where you know someone but you don't know yes sir right like if you're talking about black shit all day we're going to just assume you're black 
unless you tell us otherwise yeah, um it's your representative yeah if you if so i think that's kind of interesting to think maybe um maybe this stuff being that academia is a thing that happens it's supposed to happen in classrooms and universities Correct. but now it's kind of a thing that also happens in the public and mm-hmm. on social media right like maybe and and it could happen with by the way i feel like it could happen to any group yes. but i just think this group tends to lend itself more to that because the other thing is uh for successful black students who move into white spaces even when they are advocating for black people they also kind of get to recreate themselves so you have a lot of these black academics that are i talk white quote unquote there's no such thing as talking white and they picked on me in the hood you know those people many times are the ones who become successful in white spaces and then race kind of has to become what they do because that's really all white people will allow them to do like they don't really treat them equal it's like now explain black people to us now that we've allowed you in our circle um and so maybe that also lends itself to it because you're talking about people that don't know each other really i don't know where you came from who the fuck knows someone's childhood when they meet them as a professor no you know what i'm saying if i'm in a university and you're at a university very rarely i'm gonna have a situation where i'm like i grew up with you so so there is no like betrayal of that sense it's just you're lying and i and i guess i'm just gonna accept that you're lying maybe i'm a little suspicious but i mean i don't fucking know you we're just co-workers essentially we just happen to work at a university yeah and also about 2010 so i brought up in the chat room about 2010 that's when black lives matter came on the scene so you know the reality is all this blackness was getting all this attention all this blackness was coming forward and honestly that's the time that that particularly on twitter that shift came where black people were getting careers they were getting jobs like big jobs getting Mm -hmm. paid big time money being on tv and a lot of them are actually quote unquote above twitter now Mm -hmm. you know where they got publicists and Mm -hmm. people do this shit on their behalf they don't even function their twitter accounts anymore and so i think that those a lot of those people saw these people white people coming out and handing money left and right and wanted to get in on it and the election of obama yes so i wonder if they really said we're post-racial which means i can pick a race (laughs) all right yes that's the true meaning of it y'all long tangent um but yeah so this unnamed professor died uh make makes uh or this professor did die hg carrillo uh makes it seem like academia may be right for da 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 um i have so much to say about her bullshit medium piece but rye you pretty much covered everything in both the pregame and the fucking with black people segments on your show appreciate your commentary and analysis thank you mm-hmm. again i sincerely appreciate all you do going premium has been such a treasure due to covid restrictions i spent so many hours alone in a hospital room for two weeks after surgery listening to you guys is like having family in the room much love brian thank you thank you baby and i i wish you well speedy uh, recovery healing and and everything else sweetie yeah thank you for writing in mm-hmm. and uh all that stuff um and uh just let us know if you're a secret white woman because like i said you can always come clean okay I'm there's not no, judge- judgment no judgment over here. no judgment over here unless you're taking pictures with people with no mask uh miss smart says hey karen and rod i enjoyed this episode lovecraft country it's all coming together the closet that william dressed from had petite women's clothes in it pastel in color the arms on the sleeve weren't big enough for ruby so i know that wasn't where she got her hillary clothes from uh that's when i knew for sure we were all right first of all 
we were all right Mm-mm, sis i was right now maybe you happen to coincidentally be right alongside me <laughs> but it definitely wasn't we you see you see how they do miss ma don't want to give a black woman no credit many people were not on board with me and i mm-mm. took them slings and arrows by no. myself mm-mm. Mm-mm. you will not be nope i will not allow you to do it mm-hmm. i will not allow you to take credit for my hard work it was a small thing but when ruby first went out and purposely as a white woman she stepped out uh uh i guess uh oh she stepped out of the way for a white person on the sidewalk i saw that too that was so dope and then also did you see when the police officer motioned her to go across the street and she stumbled like uh yeah, oh wait you talking she, to me she know what to do she's like the cops oh wait wait they here for me hold on uh glad they showed this happening up north and that it was something she did subconsciously because it was so ingrained in her as a black woman mm-hmm. when the police chief was changing his shirt he that was was his was that was the chest of a black man or was it charred from burns i think it was the chest of a black man but i'm not sure so i can't know for sure but it looked like a black man's chest was sewn onto his chest mm-hmm. and i think that goes back to that scientist dude the white and black skin tones appear to be sewn together either way it was hella creepy it made me think that the whole order are black folks walking in the world pretending to be white (laughs) also it isn't fair to say that if tree knows montrose is seeing the bar owner all the grown folks in the whole neighborhood know too the way he be talking maybe like maybe montrose think he in the closet but everybody knows knows. because tree don't shut the fuck up no enjoying the ride can't wait to see where they take us next cheers miss smart uh iman writes in uh hey rod and karen hope y'all are well of course you were right rod thank you thank you for this is how it's done miss smart right there okay <laughs> she didn't try to slide in mm-hmm. and get some of my right mm-hmm. she just mm-hmm. let uh, she let me have it on my own because i took all the chances mm-hmm. i really love episode karen didn't agree that she was uh william by the way just for the record since she's the one saying Mm-mm, you're not getting any credit either i really <laughs> oh, love I i'm not asking for credit mm-hmm. i really love episode five is a stellar show each episode tops the one before even though i'm still upset with montrose and what he did to yahima uh but i felt a bit of pity for him especially in that club scene it was probably the first time he had a place to be himself the entire episode i was wondering where he'd hide the body how to get rid of it in the house full of people ruby's storyline was awesome i love seeing a black one big black woman get pampered and admired but i was also in my feelings about all the hypocrisy she got to see firsthand they didn't even speak about it unless it chastised the one black woman there until the end she was super petty with her little bit of power like some folks we know side eye but <laughs> um yeah you know that was the other thing too the piece i read was kind of like i think it misread what happened with ruby and tried to paint her like they was like she raped a man with a shoe and she barely cared about this other black woman and i'm like one is halfway through the story we don't Mm -hmm. know if that's truly gonna be dropped or not but then two but two um regina king was beating suspects up as a cop and and we was like this copaganda bullshit trying to make us root for brutal police violence in the days of black lives like if you want to stop the story halfway through and shit on it you could but i just don't think that's fair and my thing is her whole purpose was to get back at him because of what he did to her and she specifically said i want to let you know that a black woman did this to you 
and the thing is she had she was full of mixed emotions and there are black people they have problems with black people that aren't educated there are black people and that's the thing she did it in a white woman's skin mm-hmm. but there's niggas out there like that every day like also i think it made us i think it kind of made that statement like to me it made that meta commentary that she was doing that as a black woman but then when she did it in that white woman's skin how ominous it looked to Tam from tamara's point of view yes even when she thought she was helping her by keeping her on point she was really chastising and threatening her because white woman's um privilege and, mm-hmm. and presence is such a threat to black women mm-hmm. um let's see uh this was the tick and lady love scene i was waiting for she put that man to sleep i hope next episode we see that hippolyta and d out too and what the spooky call to korea was all about like what was the translation telling tick he was gonna die what was hattie trying to say to him in his dream where's that book she was holding so many questions love y'all and mine who know we might not see hippolyta and them for another two three episodes i don't know because right now i don't think they're gonna be over in korea you don't think they're going to korea next episode I, they're going to korea but Hippo, hippolyta oh, and her yeah, daughter yeah. will not be covered next episode yeah so they could just not be covered in the next episode yeah Un- unless it's something where they covered at the end or something i mean they could cover two stories at the same time they just don't show us that in the previews that, 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 that happens sometimes too that that's true that's true like sometimes shows will do that on purpose um oh if they do i think walking dead does that a lot where they show a preview of one thing happening in one place and then you actually tune in the next week and it's like none of that was important to this episode Mm-mm. uh d versus plant says oh my god rod i'm not gonna lie i've been looking out for snakes in the toilet for two years for years now shaking my head for my uh, glasses whereas you know when you wake up at 2 a.m and stumble to the bathroom and you have to look extra hard in the toilet before using it damn it man that's my nightmare especially living around these whites you know they love the exotic animals just thinking one of these days one is gonna escape from his cage and of course whose place the animal will find first you guessed it me P.S. (laughs) P.S. <laughs> I think I heard long ago that you can place a brick on top of the toilet cover to prevent possible snakes from exiting the toilet and slithering into your bed. I think I heard this as a child and this is the obvious reason for my nightmare. Anywho, um, either going to the gender reveal or the baby shower, but not both. You get one gift. Ain't nobody have dollars for that. Come on. Danielle reason D. to have two parties. You better combine that. Thanks, D. Miss Martikin says, rough week. I, I had a really, really rough week but y'all made me laugh karen is not alone in knowing that ruby d that white ruby was dead oh not knowing that white ruby was dale the racist from the earlier episodes i normally don't have this affliction for not recognizing faces but they got me this time on montrose killing yahima marikati the intersex woman who was part of the lgbtqi a community i thought about that but then i thought black men kill black men in intimate relationships no less is this different i'm genuinely asking because i thought about it and it came up it came up empty did he see her as community their safe space was also a black space i'm overthinking it i'm sure you have better words and perspective to share i mean not really i mean i'm not part of the community in that type of way but i just something juxt him being in a space where black men were able to perform femininity to applause and have a community there and it seemed like he was this interloper or trade as he as as uh, uh someone wrote in earlier mm-hmm. in the community and see him finally find freedom this episode to some extent within the community 
and to think what he did to yohima is i don't know i just think the visual is very complicated juxtaposing the two to each other mm-hmm. uh also shout out to intersex and native american people getting representation i know there's an overlap with trans but they are their own group of people i remember thinking wow they are really representing then she was killed off and i was like well damn so there's still representation from the community but the main character who is representing the community is complex but also duplicitous and violent and stoic without many redeeming or positive qualities his motives seem good but geez it would be nice to have a shift hopefully your reviews remain free of the but in the book tick and letty blah 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 folks seems like everyone is just collectively enjoying this one of the few bright spots in 2020 you and the community built are much appreciated thank you thank you uh so we've been asking for um music submissions mm-hmm. and um my man psycho music um wrote in um uh, with some um suggestions okay. i mean some musical submissions mm-hmm. we keep in mind we're, we're we're taking um musical submissions from everyone we want as many as possible mm-hmm. i know uh we uh my man t musics uh he's, he's gonna send some in so uh but i'm i'm, I'm playing uh i'm gonna play these and then we'll we'll judge them so mm-hmm. It's time to get the race. It's time to get the race. It's time to get the race. You know what? I like it. Um, it's simple, yes. to the point, yes, it and is. it's short. Yeah. Now he also sent one that has like a, a piano melody in it, and I okay. think I like this one better. Okay. Mhm. It's time to get the race. 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 So I like that as well. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I like the second one. It's something about that. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. I like that one better. And then uh this, I think this is from yesterday. He also sent one for fucking with them black people. Mm-hmm. Let's see what this does. Yeah. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> I like these. I will save them and uh like I said, we'll um we'll see uh what the other people have to say. Mm-hmm. Um uh D writes in uh screaming, Karen, you are not alone. When Rod was like, You watched the whole show and didn't know that uh I was talking about the white woman. Mm-hmm. Uh I was like, Oh yeah, that's the chick with the dog. Jeez, they pulled a fast one on me i'll just go ahead and accept my diagnosis of white woman facial blindness wow sir i really thought that was a random white see <laughs> that's why you get the podcast big bucks thanks guys p.s i did buy some black out merch next time i write in i will include a pig oh, oh thank, thank you thank Danielle. You. we appreciate them uh steph says hello my name is stephanie the flea botanist which is a person who draws blood okay. um uh i hope i pronounced that right uh i'm sending this a little late but i hope i'm on time i just saw the news about rbg and just felt like i needed to write in and say fuck all the people who don't didn't take 2016 seriously fuck all the people who said that hillary and trump were the same 
we on the same page. Steph, girl, I hope you got the beginning. Same. Yeah, you, me, same. Uh, now those same people are panicking and thinking, Mitch, I, I don't have a decent bone in my body. McConnell was going to let that lady's body get cold before he acted to get another Supreme Court judge in. Of course he's going to do it. Right. They've been had a plan. I'm hoping that the Dems have a plan, but I'm not holding my breath. RBG wanted to retire with the first woman as president. That didn't work out. She really held on. I didn't like a lot of her decisions, but she did fight. Yeah, I don't know. I had to look up more of her decisions. I know the only one I really didn't fuck. It wasn't even a decision. It was just when she said that shit about Kaepernick's um, protest, and then she apologized though. So I mean, okay, that's it. That's like for me, that was it was just like that. It was over. Um, and honestly, I, no one has to like your style of protest like that that like that you can like you can be like i'm on your side and also the way you went about it i I wouldn't i didn't like it mm-hmm. no it's kind of what the point of protest is people didn't like when obama got erupted by a trans activist but that don't mean that the point uh the person was making was the wrong point like and that's kind of what protest is is i'm disrupting you that's the whole purpose so I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but y'all, I wish I could say that I wasn't afraid. Some of these white women are sorrowful as if we didn't try to tell them and the other white folks are high key celebrating, acting like this decision won't affect them either. Uh, LOL. After they came from the black, back, from the blacks and the gay, after they came for the blacks and the gay folks, they'll come for y'all too. Might take a little more time, but they'll come. Listen, um, and it, the thing is, I, I don't know the numbers no if i'm being fair i have a feeling that the kind of white women who are lamenting this are not the 53 percent. i think lost in this whole 53 percent narrative is 53 percent became a stand-in for all white women right and that's just not true it's mm-hmm. not all white women Mm-mm. um they, a lot of them are like fuck him too yeah the the white women that are in the circles we run in did not vote for this nigga more than likely right and so they're sad and they also got sold out by their fellow white women yes they did you know um so that's what you've seen a lot of these motherfuckers crying from it's like because it there has never been a more direct uh what's the word referendum on the right to choice than what we about to get right now this short this judge right here is this is for roe v roe v wade yes it is this is the big game this is for them to say there's no more such thing and 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 yeah it is it's difficult to feel sympathy for people who benefit from privilege i'm sure Mm -hmm. but like i said not all the white women was on that team and uh mm-hmm. now many of them didn't do enough many of them were not vocal enough um and i think in the wake of uh him winning you saw a lot more white women who played the fences come out put pussy hats on start marching and uh becoming and i'm not saying this pejoratively Mm-mm. they started but, but voting yeah. they started voting running candidates to vote yes, there's more women did. more women win in 2018 than ever um so I, they're fighting now but we may have the fight may have already been lost in 2016 you see what i'm saying so uh i live in pa i was going to send a paper ballot but i think i might use my pto to go vote in person because i don't know how long the lines will be this year obviously i can't trust the postal service i'm gonna make some ribs and margarita to cheer myself uh up 
uh, hope thank y'all for reading and y'all were right about everything about 2020 and what would happen if hillary didn't win i don't and i don't take no solace in that right i I do not take any pleasure in that because the thing is i was like y'all this is going to be bad we have hours and hours and hours of us talking about this is going to be real bad and the people that was like yeah it's bad they never thought it would be this bad and i was like what about it could be bad never you made you never thought it could be this bad yeah it just makes me mad like i'm not i was mad in 2016 and now i'm mad i'm mad in 2020 yes, I'm, sir. I'm not a religious person but may god or jehovah or buddha or the flying spaghetti must have mercy on us all uh oh scott gave us uh two more beats uh this is for lgbtq news I like it um mm-hmm. then uh there's another one without the news voice because i actually think it would be better without the news voice that's the only thing i was about to say just now hey. mm-hmm. it's funky it's got a good vibe to it and it won't get a suit yeah i like thank you i like mm-hmm. i like both of those but i like the one without the voice the best mm-hmm. um and like i said the competition's still on okay scott yeah. scott set the bar for y'all come on we know we got some talented people to listen to us uh tara writes in oh tiara writes in um hey rod and karen uh great shows this week love hearing she on the show she's funny and i hope she's back again soon love lovecraft country is such a great show it gives me true blood before it got bad vibes this week's episode was one of my faves if ruby is turned into a villain i'm all for it take the power girl and do what you want anyways i have a book suggested for you it's called soul food the surprising story of american cuisine it goes into deep history of soul food in america the author is eloquent in his words and makes me have a deeper appreciation for how soul food was used for survival during slavery and political purposes in the 50s and 60s i'm only four to five chapters in but i'm already seeing so many parallels of our modern lives today have a great weekend to you both please stay safe and sane as you can thank you we'll try my best baby i will add it to my list all right um and last one is from Emil who says random commentary hi rod and karen i don't have anything specific to comment on this week but just wanted to write in and say how much i appreciate your interactions with other podcasters at the risk of sounding corny i've noticed that you both bring very positive energy when you inter- interact within other podcast spaces and i love it stay blessed niggas Emil. oh first of all thank you for noticing okay um and secondly like you know we try to keep a positive vibe um we are fans of a lot of shows we Mm -hmm. understand how difficult it is to do a good podcast yes it is and um honestly man like i think when i used to have issues with other shows it mostly came from my own insecurity of me feeling like 
uh i don't know like so like i'm disrespected at this moment or why this person talking about me but one thing i learned was one you gotta let these niggas talking about you go because mm-hmm. they gonna talk my nigga you drive yourself up the wall if you're doing something good and you're doing something better than someone else they gonna be talking about you not the other way around right you know and that's just part of the game you can't do what we do give our opinions all day and then think no one's gonna feel a way about it they I are agreed you know you don't have to give them your time i don't i don't, I don't. <laughs> you might give them your time i don't Mm-mm. uh so you don't have to give them their time your time but uh it also leaves you a lot more room to foster good relationships mm-hmm. and positive communication with people and um that's what i concentrate on because there's not enough time in the day for the people you love you know what i mean it's not and you spend time going back and forth with these motherfuckers that don't like you or that got some slick shit to say about you you're missing out on a lot of enjoyment and love in the room because you're too busy looking and, and, you, and wasting time on them and with our platform i don't want to elevate somebody that i dislike oh, correct i'd much rather have somebody on the show that i do like or mm-hmm. be on someone's show that i like and i'm a fan of so many people man same it's it's, it's crazy like um i was talking to someone the other day and they was like would you like to be a guest on my podcast i assumed you was probably too busy but i see you've been a guest on these other shows and i'm like girl i i would love to be a guest on your podcast i love you let's go and you know it's kind of that vibe I, and i think you know also it, it i like we are friendly people we're from the south we're mm-hmm. nice we like most people we're pretty lenient on most things mm-hmm. and most people seem to kind of reflect that energy back and it's also just good business this is our job like like this ain't reality tv where there can only be one this is our job and if i had to choose i'd rather people like me or leave me alone than be beefing with somebody you know it is not worth it yeah so that's you know that's what i look look for um you know when it comes to this because uh oh and the book is by adrian miller soul food the surprising story of an american cuisine one plate at a time um so they uh hopefully that helps y'all if you look for it in the chat but um but yeah so i appreciate that though because the other thing is i want to add a good vibe when we go on other people's shows we've been doing last week on keith and the girl and that's been so fun uh you know i was a guest on the show this week uh we did a recap the week before we're gonna tara's gonna do one this monday and so that stuff to me is fun to bring positivity to the show and bring and be ourselves and do and show what we can do and all that stuff um and now that we can't go outside and do stuff uh you know like sometimes i'll just hang out on a saturday and just hop on with three guys on because they're going live and you know we're cool i feel like we've kind of become friends and Mm -hmm. you know i'm like yeah if if i'm not doing shit you know karen's playing video games or something let me go get this social interaction this way you know and i just go hang out and talk with them and i think uh that kind of stuff helps you know at least it helps me karen was just a guest on uh podcast it's not i don't think it's out yet and i won't be out for for a few weeks but she but she was just a guest on a podcast um that coming up and i think those social interactions help because we're stuck in the house yes at least i talk to somebody and i'm more prone to do that kind of stuff to be like yo let let me hop on your show or whatever or you know someone asked me i'm like yeah let's do it because 
you know i do like those social interactions i've been on dominic rivera's podcast uh the minor dom a couple times with justin and we talk basketball like so anyway all that stuff to say man i'm a fan of a lot of people i don't get the thing of being negative to people and i think also we just have not gotten to a place where where i have to turn a bunch of shit down so i'm just gonna enjoy this level we're at right now where we don't need a fucking like scheduler mm, not yet nope a handler or nothing we don't like you email us and you get us i'm just gonna keep it there and no i don't say yes to everything there's a bunch of shit if y'all saw some of these emails we get like i'm a hotel book author right mm-hmm. can, can i come on your show i feel like we share an audience mm-hmm. hey the black guy who tips they don't never say like they don't never know our names Thanks. or nothing mm-hmm. the black guy who tips i wrote an article called lions in space we was kings of wakanda mm-hmm. on saturn and then you talk to other people go oh you got that same generic email too right so though not i don't say yes to every fucking thing but you know i try to say yes and i try to help people out you know yeah and it's also one of those things where me and roger have both been in corporate america and yes this is a podcast and yes we are black and you know we don't always you know uh uh uh, do like a business quote-unquote standard language when we're talking but there is some such thing as professionalism so if you hit us up at a job turkey what's up my niggas no 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 it just depends it depends on the person to be honest um but yeah it's like i handle all the emails and shit so mm-hmm. you know it depends on it really do depend on the person i'll be honest some job turkey niggas have gotten through okay <laughs> some of them are good guests some of them aren't uh but nah thank you everybody uh hopefully um y'all enjoyed this feedback episode uh we did get some mail as oh, we, well yay uh, let me open this up um and i think it came with a card oh it did is it in here i don't know do i need to go see if it's in the other room uh might have to okay i don't see it in here but we got a bunch of cool stuff in the mail oh wait i see the card i got it Karen. thank you uh we got a bunch of cool stuff in the mail it's from it says enjoy rod jamie which is the rare think gift that comes directly to and for me most gifts that are for one of us or for karen <laughs> so this is the first time maybe ever in the history of the podcast that i got a gift for me and it's probably because i was right about uh william and christina being the same person and, Duh! uh nobody else on the show was or in the chat room it was just me by myself <laughs> um so first of all thank you jamie um and the stuff that comes in here is amazing um this looks like a piece of pumpkin pie but it's soap um yeah that's really neat pumpkin pie handmade soap mm. uh <laughs> i got a body butter um called haunted hike uh um, that butter you know make got, you feel like a brand new person got to keep listen i keep listen i keeps the butter's up in here okay what's this this is a bath and body works marshmallow pumpkin latte like i keep it up in here okay i roll thick in the pump they know me when your boy come in the pumpkin spice community was this pumpkin picking this is from uh this from like a couple years ago i'm almost out of that not to mention of course my trader joe's uh pumpkin body butter okay so your boy's <laughs> you're just adding to the collection yeah, over here jamie I'm, I'm i'm gonna miss that because y'all know we do our annual uh pumpkin buyout where we go to the trader joe's just pick up every fucking thing in their pumpkin like mm-hmm. that's one thing that i'm actually gonna miss this year 
why mean, can't we, we do that could, no we're back to, yeah we do with mask on yeah. yeah it's not illegal to, to to go just put on mask and stay away from people um, but then let's, yeah i'm excited about that pumpkin pie a body butter Ooh. um then i got uh what's this one this is a hidden skeleton handmade soap oh shit now um this is halloween handmade soap it's orange with a little skull on the back um we got uh this is for cold press soap for skincare mm-hmm. gonna have myself and then uh, a cinnamon bun soap thing so this is so, soap look delicious i'm gonna right? it up <laughs> i was like is this food but i was like this can't be food so thank you jamie we appreciate thank uh you. the gifts um and then also like i said we have um we have stuff to give away here mm-hmm. okay um uh so if you're in the chat and you want free stuff um now's your time to shine um now what's the best way to do this mm-hmm. um we got several things mm, trying to think uh all right so we could do maybe music trivia okay i think i know i have some walking dead trivia around here I have some games let me see what my let me pause this real quick and look at my games, games yeah all right so what we're gonna do is we're gonna play a little black card revoked but you just have to type the answers in the chat okay it's okay. the only way we're gonna be able to make this work yes so that all of you can play at the same time and then when you win put your email address in the chat yeah and i'll keep a track on who get what karen will write it down and then email us from that email address your mailing address and we'll mail you your prize okay mm-hmm. is everyone on the same page with the rules and I'm going to leave this in the recording, even though we're doing it live in the chat, because I want these niggas to be jealous of all y'all. Yes, to be jealous. They who, didn't check in, and everybody got the email this time. Who showed up and supported us, okay? I want them to be like, damn, I should listen live. Come on. You never know what's going to happen on that crazy show. Mm-mm. Why was this episode so long? All right. Right. Why was it five hours? All right. So here's the first question, and I need y'all to type it in the chat room, okay, the answer to this. I feel like I don't even need to give y'all A, B, C, D. Wait a minute. They can see the back of the card, baby. Because you're flashing yeah, at the no, camera. That don't matter. Okay. The back of the card don't say. This is the part with the answers I'm looking at. Oh, okay. The back of the card just say black card wrote. Oh, it says correct answer. Am I Can't, correct at- answer wins. Oh, okay. I was like, correct answer. Okay. Go ahead. Ignore me. All right. Answer the question. Approximately how long? Did Sophia have to fight? Y'all just type it in the chat. Because as I said, I'm not going to give you multiple choice. Carol got it correct first. Carol with an E. She killed her husband um, with uh, in the tiger cage. And it's all her life all her life she had to fight that is correct mm-hmm. carol put your email, email address in the chat it. and 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 what we're giving uh you win yeah we got several gifts a copy of the king of staten island blu-ray dvd and digital code uh because we're influencers they gave us copies to give away to you yes yeah, so we're giving away okay put in put in your email address baby so that's the first person that wins okay you win this all right let's go to the next the next one let's see here um answer the next 
uh oh wait no no that's not that's not a correct answer all right here here we go how about this one what actor played the character hustle man on the sitcom martin marlene got it correct marlene says tracy morgan uh so you get it correct marlene and uh you uh put your email address in the chat can write it down email us from there the blackout tips at gmail.com okay so another blu-ray and uh you get a blu-ray as well and in addition to the blu-ray we're going to throw in this tattoo this fake tattoo is a temporary tattoo go to work scare all your co-workers okay put it on your face i say fuck it okay come back from the quarantine make them think some things have changed all right so marlene gets tattoo and the blu-ray okay and i see some people said that shit is on a on a um delay but i i mean what can i do about that you know i um how can i you know i don't know how i can fix that y'all have a delay because you could just copy the person answer right in front of you so you know it's it's honestly it's not that serious everyone we're just having a fun time okay um i'm I'm sorry but there's no real buzzer okay (laughs) none of this is real this is all just for fun if you can't have fun then i i don't know what to tell you guys you gotta gotta relax a little bit all right um let's see i see your other comments getting through just fine yeah you sure it's a delay you sure that's what it is oh all right (laughs) you better not win none i know that much if it's (laughs) if if you come in first now you can't win twice so once you once you win you gotta abstain from the next questions because only the prizes are mostly the same all right um all right let's see what else we got here um um mm, oh this is kind of a serious one okay no 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 i'm gonna I'm go with this one so fuck fuck that we don't want to go serious according to mama in this category according to mama what does it mean if your ear keeps itching hmm blacks oh now Corey b came in first and said money but he was incorrect and of course miss smart from detroit said someone is talking about you which is the correct answer someone is talking about you uh go and get your prize put your email address in the chat um and uh we will um we'll you know and then email us the at gmail.com and of course we will get you your prize you win a blu-ray and a tattoo okay now i'm sure being from detroit you have plenty of facial tattoos but you know 
surprise them with a new one you know what i mean they'll never they'll be like oh you got two face tattoos coming into work in this office so all right we're getting down to the end game we only got a couple prizes left all right it's getting serious okay charlene's starting to freak out okay now if you already won a prize you can't go twice let's get to the next one all right um let's see gotta get one that got a correct answer okay here's one once again kind of serious hold on i'm looking for ones that's kind of jokey uh mm. about the look yeah yeah I, I don't like the uh i don't like the serious the serious ones. ones yeah like two million was just like uh nobody knows the trouble i've seen all right here here we go here here's a good one answer the question if they climbing through your windows you should hide your blank i'll repeat it if they climbing through your windows you should hide your blank Corey, not correct you need complete answers uh, shay got it shay says wife kids hide your kids hide your wife shay you got it correct and uh you win the prize and you win a blu-ray dvd digital code for king of staten island and this fdny hat because we might not support the cops but we can support the fire department all right give me your email address shay yeah we need your email address in the chat as well shay now we only have one prize left because i'm keeping one of these blu-rays for myself so we only have one prize left and this one is for a blu-ray of the king of staten island of course and we're gonna up it with a water bottle from the king of staten island with fdny on it because like i said uh no one wants to defund the fire department and lastly in addition to that this lovely sweater hoodie that also says king of staten island on it uh and uh i think on the side it said it has some designs here with the king logo no two big ship um so how did you want you still want to do one or did you want them to do have to do two or get two in a row right yeah i mean completely up to you we can still do one Nah, there's no way the same nigga gonna get this right twice you okay what I'm saying? it's gotta be oh it's too many be, people okay because it will be planned yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we would need to, for someone to repeat yeah and you know um all right so this is this is for all the marbles here all of them i hope y'all hope you're ready okay this is a lot of stuff all right i know charlene is nervous it's her last chance uh let me 
get one of these um, questions. All right. This is one I think a lot of people will know. So it's really going to be about who has the fastest internet connection. And if Charlene's correct, it's not going to be her. Oh, you leave her alone. All right. Wishing you luck. Answer the question. In what year did Cash Money Records take over? In what year? It took a long time, Uh, but Jackie got it. Yes, Jackie. Coming through. Jackie was determined to win. Charlene had enough time to say boo, and I don't know. So I don't think it was her internet connection. I think she just didn't know the answer. Cash Money's taking over for the 9-9 and the 2000. Everyone knows that. Jackie, you win. A lot of people came in with 1999, but uh, this ain't Prince, okay? This is the 99 and the 2000. Okay. We all know the answer to this one. All right. Jackie, congratulations. You got everything. You got the, the, uh, the hoodie. You got the, um, the, 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 the water bottle and you got the, um, copy of the King of Staten Island. Um, make sure you put your email address in the chat. Email us the black guy who tips at gmail.com. We need your mailing address email us your mailing address we just need to know where to send your stuff we'll be on the lookout from email specifically from you people who won prizes and thank y'all for playing i hope you had a good time today um and uh yeah that's it so thanks everybody for playing oh wait okay hold on okay i'm getting ready to write down her address oh okay uh jackie's oh mm-hmm. uh, he well um, i'm sorry he my bad he 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 and uh charlene go ahead and email us to your mailing address because uh, i got a poster here that i will send you for having very slow internet okay you complained and you know what the squeaky wheel gets the grease okay so put your email in the chat as well charlene and email us and uh, i will send you this poster if you want it okay because uh don't say that uh i don't support black women all right because i do all right the rest of y'all we'll talk to y'all later this has been a long feedback show tomorrow's guest will be kasim bentley um and then i think tuesday's guest is gonna be mike kaplan yes. so it's gonna be a pretty busy week around the blackout tip streets uh so hopefully you guys are all listening and enjoying the show and uh yeah we'll talk to y'all tomorrow 10 a.m it's an early recording time so we'll be up at 10 a.m in the morning so yes and for those that win like roger said please 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 email us from that email address and we will ship it out to you yeah we need your mailing address all right y'all um so we'll talk to y'all later and uh until then i love you i love you too